Hello, humans. Welcome to the M Word podcast. Brought to you by Martin. That's me. And Matt. That's him. Hello, Matt. Martin. Long time. Yeah, good to be back. Stupid COVID. <laughs> Stupid lockdowns. Today we're joined, well, first of all, we're recording live on Facebook. Yep. Uh, so you might be listening to this on a podcast. It should be on our YouTube channel as well. But we're joined by uh, Jamie and, uh, well, Michael, Mickey, what do you prefer? Mikey, Mr. Evans. I've been caught. Oh, jeez. We'll get that story in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming down, guys. Uh, obviously, we drew a catch-up like six or eight weeks ago now, mm. and that never quite happened because of dirty COVID. So appreciate your patience in coming down. We thought it might be a really interesting chat. I think we first met a year ago when... You guys kindly got involved with not the TT with the charity that I can't do a little bit of work with, uh, and this is something that we've been I've been thinking about since then to chat about. Obviously, TT because everyone wants to talk about the TT from the other man. Was your experience in it due to eventually, hopefully, get to it if, if again <laughs> that damn COVID. So I thought it might be a good conversation around the experiences that you've had that you're going to have, and someone who's going to go into the sport or into that that event and how I imagine you're massively looking forward to it. Uh, but maybe just before to do that, before we do that, a couple of shout outs. First of all, just to our listeners, watchers, viewers, hello. <laughs> Go through a pack, back catalogue. So obviously here we're going to talk quite a bit about the TT and the scratching dog in the background. <laughs> uh, but if you go through our back catalogue, we've got uh, chats with Steve Parrish, who we all know from the BBC, David Knight, who are all really jealous of his massive mm-hmm. forearms. Uh, <laughs> We want to try and have you seen the size of it? Oh, I'm sure you have, haven't they? They are massive. Uh, and he was like, Oh, they're not as big as they used to be. And I'm like, Jesus, uh, it makes the rock look small. Uh, Paul, Mr. TT, Paul Phillips, we had a good chat with him as well and his role in the TT. And then a really interesting chat with Connor and uh, a gentleman called Richard Slee, who both had big accidents. Obviously, one we've all seen Connor's head, head rolling down the veranda, and then Richard's, who was you know just on a, on a tram over here, and they just talked about mm-hmm. the trauma and their rehab and how they both dealt with it. And I, th- I thought it was a really interesting chat by the guys to sort of dig into how they dealt with that. So that's in our back catalogue if you want to go for a, a rummage around that. Uh, so let's get to know you guys a little bit more first. So just some general questions. Uh, best TT rider, in your opinion? Uh, present company accepted, obviously, Jamie. Uh, best, best TT rider? In your, any generation? Very wide question. Um, at the minute, I'd say Peter Hickman. Again, apart from yourself, obviously. <laughs> um, it's a tough one. There's been a few. McGuinness, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth. Smooth. Consistent. Yeah, consistent. Never, well, d- no moments that, yeah. that anybody's seen anyway. But yeah, yeah. yeah, just controlled. Um, Do you think Hickman's controlled when you watch him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is, to be fair. Right. Again, as someone, okay, I guess but, you, know, yeah. you see him sideways quite a lot, but I guess that's all part of the yeah. I think that's control. that's control. Yeah, that's, yeah I don't right. think it's I don't think it's a slide as in a a moment. I think it's a power slide, right? <laughs> Which is normal. I guess it's normal for him. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, well, um, yeah you see him coming into conquer field sideways. I'm not so sure. But. And yeah. so, just yeah, when you were saying there before we start recording about onboarding, are those the sort of guys that you would then generally look for on those? Is that is that how you do it? You go on uh, YouTube or what or their stuff and look at yeah, their stuff? Before I did it, I kind of I kind of built up. So that kind of speed is pointless to look at because it's not realistic. Right. So you kind of have to kind of, you know, this kind of speed that you're realistically going to be doing. 
I oh, think right. so you'll find yeah. on yeah because yeah, you know what yeah. he's doing is no it's not even in the same world as what you'd even be doing so right like when I before I did the one I, I watched um, Malachi Mitchell Thomas so that was that was quite a good one um, I watched that thousands of times right. so many times and then after that the year after was Cameron Donald both on a 600 because on a big bike it's different gearing and different things and obviously like if you watch John McGuinness doing 130 miles an hour when you're realistically just kind of trying to do 120 on a 600 it's it's not the same thing Mm. so yeah it's just uh, being kind of realistic with what you're watching to what you're going to realistically be doing do you do that or are you doing the same as part of your Watch, you watch your Mikey's? Yeah, I've watched. Mm. I've not. I've not even. Do you even got Start saying them. Send them WhatsApp saying you were a bit slow around the QB, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. loads. <laughs> I've watched the Malachi one quite a lot as well, and the Cameron Donald one. Obviously, that I'm going to be absolutely nowhere near there. But there's like Mikey said, there's like gear ratio on the on the footage. So and there's like brake pressure, throttle. So. You can all or like stats, yeah. Right. So you can see it, everything what's going on, and then roughly to sort out what gear where you need to be, where basically. Obviously, being a manky, you know the course. Do you ever just want somebody go? I'm going to go for a drive around. Um, I used really? to do. I used to do quite a lot of laps when um, uh, back. Well. And you got your driving license and yeah, well, <laughs> no, yeah. your souped up Subaru. No comment. No comment on that. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, I, I used to do a lot and then I lost my license. You could quit oh, right, okay. weren't you? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, but I got it back just over a year ago now. Um, and I did quite a lot. I did a few laps with, well, quite a few laps with Nathan Harrison throughout the winter. Um yeah. Yeah, right. What about you, Mikey? Driving around? Not so much now. D- yeah, I think I did I did quite a few coming up to my first Manx. Yeah. Um Having done the Manx, then going back to drive on those roads, do you look at the roads differently? Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird thing. I just I just flick onto a different mood. Oh. Do you know, I'm, I don't I'm, so you don't want to be Bedford Van at Yeah, I'll just go around a corner, you're like but then you like think like it's pretty mad that you go, how fast you go around this. Yeah. But obviously living over here is a, is an advantage mm. to a point. But you never go through those corners at that speed. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it is an advantage because I know what's coming up. But you don't know how to go around that corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're not because you're not doing that kind of speed. So yeah, I I did it did a bit of driving around to be fair yeah, that, right. before, but like now not so much because it's not. It's you know, not really going to help that. me. Yeah, yeah, it's not really. Yeah. It was more to be like 100% sure of what's coming up next. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, like, it's not really going to help me. That's not what I need to get quicker. You yeah. know what I mean? But maybe you I will need do to drive down the QB now and then. And, uh, you know, new, new smooth time. I, do, yeah. I might have to come next year because I've got which way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, there's no cones down there by then. Uh, yeah. uh, best short circuit, favorite short circuit? I've not done that many, to be fair. Uh, Alton yeah. Park, I really like. Right. Cadwell, I've only been to once, but I did really enjoy that. So I'd probably say Alton Park. Right. What about you, Jay? I've not done money, many myself either, but I would say probably Cadwell. Right. Yeah. I think what's wrong with Jerby Airfield? <laughs> Bit rough. It's, yeah. it's, inter- <laughs> it's interesting, actually. We're quite interested while you're, uh, we've got some red lighting in here. 
But that we turn the lighting off. This is just Jamie's suntan today. <laughs> <laughs> today. There's light up the room. There's no red in the room. <laughs> no, to, to be fair, a lot of people people slate it, but I think it's it's good as a track because it's a bit a bit weird and not weird, but there's different things on it. Which you, you know, you kind of there's fast corners, relatively slow corners, and it is bumpy. So you know, it kind of you know, there's different things that you have to learn how to ride and stuff. It's yeah. not just you know flat surface. It's not it's not that simple of a track to ride either, you know, to be quick around either. It's you know, it's a bit small and stuff and obviously the the lines of where you go and stuff, it's but yeah. it, you know, it could be better, but it's it's definitely not not the worst. Have you got thing the third ever. way around there, either you? Um clockwise, which is right handers. Yeah, know. right handers as well, I'd say. It's a bit more flowing. Right. And you don't have to go through the start finish again and <laughs> a bit scary, that is. Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because somebody was killed there, weren't they going through? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just because obviously it's. You've only tire. got the, what, yeah, the cold tyres. So going yeah. the other way, you've only got the bus stop, which obviously, you know, I wouldn't want to crash there either, but yeah, yeah. it's not 100 and. What is it? Like, um, I think it's just over 100. Look, I'd it's look fast. Right enough, anyway. right. day and it's just over 100 through right. there. Do you not have your speedos on at all when you race? No. no. Yeah. Don't want to know. No. No, definitely don't want to know. I, I, like, I had the, the onboard for the my junior race at the Manx and it's got the, the speed on it but it's like slow corners so slow corners at the TT or Manx whatever but it's like 90 miles an hour and you're like that's not 90 miles an hour because, it, because it's you know the speed from so fast to so slow you know it might be like 60 but even 60 you're like that's not 60 miles an hour corner because right. it's because you're like oh that's a slow corner it was, I think it was like waterworks too which is like seems like a slow corner and it's saying on the on the telemetry like 60 miles an hour and I was like that is, I don't, you know, because you think if I crashed here, probably, you know, I don't want to crash here, but it wouldn't be that bad. But like 60 miles an hour, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, no, I don't want to crash yeah, at all, yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's just a bit of a different, different thing. But yeah, no speed. I take you don't have them on then because of that, is that it's a distraction should, or something where you're playing in your mind, it's just that extra where yeah, you want to I mean, be concentrating. Yeah, people just don't run them. I don't know. It's just when I started, people said you don't run speedo. So I think it's just it's one less thing to repair when you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one he answered these questions before, uh, but it was either, and I mean, it's a, it's it's a horrible question, really. But is it Joey or McGuinness? Joey, I'm a bit. Appreciate later. Joey's maybe before your time. Yeah, sure. I'm a bit late. Ten so years I'm old, McGuinness. Hey, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you have got about eight years on me. Eight, <laughs> <laughs> three, or four. Plus that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, if you had to lay on a table, you had a, the biggest ambition you had in bike racing now, if you could, whether that appreciate money is often a restriction on things, let alone everything else, but what would, it, what would your ultimate goal be? It's a tough one. No, it's not actually. TT win. Right. Yeah. Just just one. I'll take one. Right. I think over... Any, I mean, yeah. Would you prefer to go with MotoGP or get a TT win? I appreciate a different, it's a different yeah, sport yeah. in, in oh. many ways, but just as a general... I think I think you'd have to go to MotoGP, because right. it's the whole, you know, babes. I, I mean, money. <laughs> <laughs> no babes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not just a one-time thing, is it? Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. You know, and if you can do MotoGP, then you can do TT. Also, your bikes, and that's obviously the elite of bikes, isn't it? As well, so you're given the latest, absolute yeah. latest equipment, which you know must be quite mouth-watering. Thought, yeah, definitely. Uh, I and think then it's you like don't have to worry about it if you put it down the road either. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I think <laughs> I think the thing is like some a lot of road races are you know they're road races, so they don't they're not short circuit races because they don't 
believe in it or they think it's too boring or you know once you're done the tt then you're not you know you go to like Alton park and it's boring but that's i don't see that at all it's just two different things yeah yeah it's like short circuit is pushing to 120 percent limit trying to find the maximum of every single corner and more and the tt is just something different so like i i love short circuit racing but it's just a different way of riding like i i absolutely love scratching into corners and you know, having slides and having moments and so absolutely love it. But I wouldn't do that at the TT. That's yeah, a different, mm. it's by, you know, the TT is a different way of riding, but it's not like, you know, I don't think that the only people who say short circuit racing is boring are those people who aren't good at it yeah, or yeah, right. aren't prepared to put in, you know, try and yeah, push be the as, band. Yeah, because yeah. they ride around and go, well, I'm not doing 150 down right. Bay Hill. Yeah, yeah. But it's just because it's like, yeah. And do you have real respect then if you look at people who've been really successful at that? Those are two ones that jump out to me at his top. And then obviously Foggy, who went on to to the world, world, world stage. Yeah. Do, you have, do you really appreciate that then? Because it is, because they are two different, they, to a point, they are two different things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think it's. Even Hickman, I suppose, to a point, you know. So yeah. On, I think it's easier to go, obviously, it's easier to go back with always. Well, I've heard like a, a team manager thing is you can. It's easier to slow somebody down than it is to speed them up. Oh, right. So okay. whether that's true or not, you know, like you got like a young seventeen-year-old who's rapid but crashes all the time. It's easier to slow them down than it is to speed somebody yeah, up. Yeah, right. Okay. But um, but like so, those guys obviously like really talented, like more talented than what people at TT were. If you know me at times, so for them to come, kind of not like kind of in a kind of like Hickman kind of way, like his talent level or what he can do he's to step back to the TT or not step back but step to the TT is a bit easier than someone working away to the yeah, TT okay. and going from the TT yeah, right. and then going right I'm a TT rider I'm going to go to BSB it's yeah. kind of I think it's it's harder to go that way than it is to come yeah okay it makes sense you know yeah. BSB just right? because of that 10-20% whatever yeah. is where you have to go yeah because they've got them. that speed so they so they when they can drop that 10-20% they've still got a good speed, if you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so, a couple of other random questions. Uh, opera or opera or the Spice Girls? You probably don't know who they are, do you? Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Do you know who the Spice Girls are? I heard the obviously the heard them. They were yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, a hot day or a lap on your favourite bike? Lap on my favourite bike. <laughs> lap of what? <laughs> <laughs> and a date with who? <laughs> Cadwell. Yeah, Cadwell. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, let's be go cheaper. Back. Be cheaper, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you should be paying for your date. If nothing else. <laughs> uh, so, if you start with you, Jamie, that's all right. Uh, getting into bike, and when did that first start for you? Um, Why are you now? Twenty four. Twenty three. Right. Twenty three. Um, uh started motocross officially racing when I was five years old. Mm. Um and then just did motocross all the way up until I think it was two thousand and seventeen I started road racing. Um Were you any yeah. good at motocross? Um club level I was average. I wouldn't say I was like amazing, but yeah. Mm, yeah. And is it all on the island or do you get away? Do they don't really uh, get away do, for that? I do the odd little bits away, not a lot to be honest. Right. Um, mainly on island, to be honest. Right. And when you're looking at motocross and it's, what's the keys to be good at? I appreciate going quick, but is that bike handling, I assume? 
again, it's again for maybe I'm not a map, know a lot about motocross, but jumping, etc. I assume as you're moving up through the age categories, jumps are getting bigger and yeah, I would say faster and scarier. Definitely, when you're older, is, is being able to know how to set your bike up right. and fitness, like being right. able to to go from from 100 from when you start the race to be able to finish it then as well. Right. Which how long are those races sure. normally? Like looking through eight of your uh, eight and doing a motocross race, how long are you racing for? Sorry, what was that? Sorry, if you're eight, say you're eight years old, we'll start with eight years old, you yeah. do a motocross event, I don't know what they call them races at that age. Uh, how long is that event? As in like um time wise. Time. Uh we so you do like an hour or I don't know, half it's, an hour. Uh, it'd be like, it's like three races and they're probably like between ten and twelve minutes Right. That okay. age, isn't so, it? Right. Yeah. Um, and then teenage years, what are they? What teenage, are they? when you're, you're moving up to the one, two, five, their races are about 15 minutes, right. and then the adults are about 20. Right. Yeah, normally 20 plus two laps on top of that, right. somewhere yeah. around there. So, what engine size at like eight are you using? The, obviously, they is it 65? Yeah, 65 cc, yeah, yeah. 65, yeah. No. What will they do in a speed wise? Sorry. Like 40, maybe? Yeah. Like 30 to 40, maybe? It's like 40, definitely. Oh, wow. And obviously, never bothered you at a young age. I mean, most people are fearless anyway when they're young anyway, but didn't no, bother you. No, I no. loved it. It's, right. what I, it's what I wanted to do on the weekends and it's what I spent doing all the time. Right. You took, we touched on it before we started on air. It was your old man that got you into doing that. Yeah. So he yeah, did a bit of bike racing and yeah. always encouraged you. And Yeah, he's always been in the background and helped. Right. And, yeah. and he did a bit, little bit of racing here and there. Yeah, he Want did. To pick him up a little, or not, <laughs> <laughs> or put him down. Put him Either one. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he did. So he was doing what kind of biking? Uh, in it, well, when he was younger, he used to do all sorts: um, speedway, motocross, all right, rallying. Was that UK? Was he in the UK? Uh, ma- just... Mainly on Ireland. All oh, right, okay. I think he did some British motocross. Pretty sure. All oh, right, okay. But, yeah. Right. Speedway, there's one that I don't think about too much. No, just yeah. on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to do the grass tracks, didn't they? Yeah, they used to oh, do right. grass tracks. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I don't think it's that great a grass. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't imagine that. I would imagine it had to be a you know, polished surface would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm not... and what, about, what about you? When did you get into biking? Um, I think I was about seven. Right. Yeah, I think I was about seven. Got was that a family thing as well, or...? Uh, well, my dad's always pick, been into bikes no, and no, stuff. And to pitch your dad off. No, no, he he, um, he used to race like in the UK and stuff. Like, oh, it was ages ago. I don't even know what he raced, like just club level. Oh. Um, but yeah, he just got me a, a little 50cc motocross bike. And then, yeah, used to go up Foxdale Mines there where oh, right, yeah. we man to be like a house and just ride around there and stuff. Oh, and right. then just went from there. It was like mainly motocross until I was like probably. And racing or just riding? No, racing, racing yeah. yeah. I didn't like the same races and like racing against James' brother and that kind of thing, you know, up until, you know, I wanted to be a motocross, like, like I wanted to be a pro motocross rider, oh, right, you know, okay. that's what I wanted to be. I didn't want to be, like, it wasn't road racing, it wasn't a thing. Um, it's just like motocross, that was like all I wanted to do. So that was it really until I think it was 17, 2012 or 13, I started to bought a little 400 right. um, from the UK and I just, just kind of went from there. So, 400, sorry, I'm not being the bike. It's a, that's a 
What is that? A 400? Like 400 uh, road race bike. Oh, right. Okay. It's like, right, it, it's right. like an old thing that you make yeah. them anymore. All oh, right. Okay. I shouldn't have bothered buying it really. <laughs> but it was, it's, a, it's a way in. Yeah, right. So it was, it was cheap. It was like 800 quid and it was just kind of- but You couldn't, you can't start road racing that age, can you? At yeah. 14? No, no. 18. Uh, oh, 18. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Right, 18. Right, I was yeah. motocrossing up until I was- Oh, right. Okay. Seven. I think it was seven. Well, I'm still motocrossing now, but right. you know, actually being my main thing that I'm focusing on until yeah, I was about, yeah. I think it was 17 around that age and then kind of switched over and focused more on the road racing. It must give you a good base, I guess, doing that years of biking and obviously the handling yeah, is pretty I extreme think, on those things. I think like we both kind of experienced people who are good road racers or like circuit racers, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but they struggle with the bike moving around. Oh, right, they'd okay. be quick, but if, if the bikes move around, they'd be as quick as you. But yeah, right. once it starts moving or, you know, Start sliding. It's not really yeah, something that they're used the to. Whereas, like yeah. motocross bike, it's never straight. Yeah, it's right. never in line, really. So, it's. I think that's quite a good advantage in the wet as well. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm a very good wet weather rider, but I enjoy riding in the wet. It doesn't bother me if the bike's moving around a bit. So, I think it does. And obviously, just you know, a throttle. Yeah. You know, everything. Just years, and you just know mm-hmm. how to kind of just build into you what you know what to do and how to ride a bike yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It it definitely helps. I don't. You yeah, know, I, don't, yeah. I think. If you were to just decide to do road racing, having played football until you were 18, I think, not saying you couldn't do it, but I think you'd be missing something. You know, it's, it'd be a... The feel of the bike, I guess. Yeah, it's, and just being... Trust in it. Not being scared of things happening. You kind of know, like, certain things that you can just do. Just, we just know what to do. If you know what I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, for instance, that TT, you kind of go through um, on the run to Ramsey where it's rough. And I don't even know where it is, but there's a bit where you jump but sometimes you can get a bit crossed up. Okay. And if you, you know, like like we just stand up, you know, I'm not saying the other guys wouldn't stand up, but That's what you, you don't I don't have to, I don't have to like tell myself like you have to stand up here to this. You just do it because yeah. like on a motocross bike, it's step out. You just, you know, that's what you do kind of thing. Right. So that kind of thing. What does that, what effect does that have? Because I've heard the thing where you get a tank slap and you're just supposed to go well, pull the throttle to keep it straight, which just seems a bit... Well, well, in in but. that in that situation, that particular part, you know, it's it's not so much just stand up, but it, if you jump and you land with both wheels, so you know, yeah. both wheels on the floor at the same time, then you're going to have problems. But if you land with the back wheel, just oh, the back wheel on the floor, okay. it's going to straighten up. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to pull itself straight. It's not going to be because you're going to go from one side to the other. Yeah. Okay. So whereas you know, if you land just on one wheel, well, obviously the back wheel, it'll just pull itself straight. Oh, right. Okay. And then that kind of thing, but it's not really a. So you'll know when it's going to maybe land cross and you try and then yeah, just keep it onto the back wheel. Yeah, not so much to stand up, but you stand up and you push the back wheel into uh, the ground okay. and that kind of... But that's, you know... Yeah, it's all that's not That's not something that I'm going, right, it's going yeah, to step yeah. out, so I'm going to stand <laughs> up. And, yeah, because you're already in Ramsey by the time yeah, you thought that. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing, yeah. whereas like some some people might not... You know, if you're doing the TT, then you should be up to a level where you just do that anyway. But that kind of thing from motocross really, yeah. you know, that I guess it helps. It, you know, it's a... Just something that I do not think about, so I, it must come from motocross because you know I'm always crossed up on the motocross. Bike. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's interesting that actually thinking about uh, the the TT. So you were due to do it, Jamie, uh, last year. Obviously, it got cancelled. I think you mentioned you won't do the Manx, but obviously that got cancelled as well. And then obviously, there's, I don't think the Manx been cancelled now, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Nice. To get to get obviously the natural normal path, which we'll come on to in a few minutes, is through the Manx. Uh, do you have to obviously you have to be a standard to get into the TT? Is that points on a light? How does that process work? 
So you have to basically build up to a, a national side of your license to be okay. able to go to the Manx or the TT. Mm-hmm. And then I think... So national being UK rounds of something. Yeah, you've got... Otherwise. So f- to get... To upgrade your license, it's... What do you start on? Novice? Start on Novice, you got to get 10 yeah. to go on to Clubman. Right. I think that's just one... What's it, one track? Or three? It's got to be three. So you got to so, do three different okay. tracks, basically. And then you got to qualify within the... Whatever's the leader's time was. The, is it their finish time or their best time? I think, I think so. It's, yeah. Maybe their finish time. Right. you got to finish in a certain percent to get a signature, basically. And okay. then you got to do that... It's probably 20 or 30 signatures, isn't it, all the way up yeah. to get to your national, basically. Right. So, and yeah. then then on in, yeah. yeah I think right. it does take, it takes a, a bit of time unless mm. you unless you can do a lot of racing. But generally, yeah. even that amount of racing is enough racing to give you the experience. Yeah, right. Um, and then, but I think the TT is also not handpicked, but you have to be quick enough. You yeah, can't right. just be, yeah, yeah. you know, you can't just, because you could get your national. Most, you know, oh, the French fan of the road for a rental this a few years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, like I say, you could you, know, you could turn up to a, a meeting where there isn't particularly fast people yeah, and right. you could finish in your percentage, but that doesn't really mean that you're that quick, if you know what I mean. So yeah, it's yeah. not really a... For the TT, I think it's more of a... Obviously, it's more... In some ways, while you get the advantage, quote-unquote, of knowing the circuit and living here, you've got the disadvantage for you to get those licenses mm. and those signatures. You have to go away constantly as well, yeah, which is... yeah. Cost of the votes, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's not a track you can go and yeah. test on before or anything. No. Well, you can, but again, it's a trip, it's money. It's, yeah, and I think people mm-hmm. like... It's another day of work as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, right. And like, obviously, you know, you got in, in the UK, they have track days, especially this time of year, like Wednesday night or Wednesday mm. afternoon. So you take a day off and just go to Cadwell Park. Yeah. Whereas like, I've only ever been to Cadwell Park once and I've, you know, I've been racing for 10 years, but I mean, obviously that's circumstance. I could have done it, you know, more times, but yeah, I've yeah. done Alton Park a few times, but... You know, it's not as simple as, yeah, as that yeah, kind yeah. of... So you turn up there and no, normally you have a track day and then you Saturday and Sunday and you're up to speed by a track day, but you wouldn't be... Yeah. You know, it's not as like if you live in England, you could go to any of these tracks. doesn't matter how far it is really, you know, you can... Yeah, and you're not booking a boat, you know, know, or, you yeah. know and all this of the... For, you know, they'll just look at the forecast of the week and go, oh, I've got to take yeah. a day off and going here on the Thursday way. Yeah, that's why... Right. Weeks in advance and suddenly it's raining. Yeah, know. that's why it's quite... It's just... It's easy to get stuck at Jerby. Not stuck in a bad way, but you, you know you can be, you can do Jerby, but you can just keep on doing Jerby, mm. and then you can you, know, you can get your once you've got your signatures for your licenses, then you can just do Jerby because you don't need to do once you've got your national, you only need six signatures mm. for the TT, and you can carry two over or four. I think it's four. Think. So you can carry four, yeah. So you carry four over from one year to the next. So okay. it means you only need to do two before TT. So obviously, like a lot of people would just do. Like the first year, you do the Saturday and the Sunday. That's your two signatures, and then right. that's it. Yeah, you can right. do the TT. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, right. It's, uh, so so that that looking at that process then of going to the TT, and that was something like say you were due to do in nineteen. Is that right? Twenty. Twenty. Sorry, I'm losing track of COVID. Yeah. COVID. Uh, <laughs> the was the people around you saying do the Manx first? Um. Def- yeah, I had people saying, do the Manx. Then I didn't really have anyone telling me to do the TT, to be honest. It's all on my side and wanting to do, just go into the TT. Because I went to the Manx, I could see myself just going to TT either the year after or the year after that. And like at TT, the first your first night of practice, 
on a 600 because they're in every qualifying session basically for solos and um you can do i looked last 20 the year i was meant to do it you can do five laps in a, in a night yeah. and you go to the manx as a newcomer and you get one newcomer lap a night it's one night isn't it one night, yeah. and then you you so think you five laps experience. In, is it five or six laps in total right. and then you're in a newcomer race yeah. Yeah. and then you get another four lap race a junior or senior whatever you selected into so that was the biggest selling point to me to look at the bigger picture because i'm going to end up i would say i'm going to end up there anyway so let's just go there yeah you get more bang for your buck basically yeah, yeah basically right. yeah okay right interesting and what about i mean your journey was through the manx which we'll go into in a sec was that a conscious thought process then yeah. or you well, just felt it was the right stepping stone for you yeah it's it's a tough one it's more kind of self-confidence really you kind of right. think oh, can i do can i go to tt and it was kind of like i don't you know really, that, i don't really know but um but the lap side of things it is a struggle in the manx like you know i did i think i did my first max i did 15 laps for the whole right. thing which realistically isn't a great deal of of laps so it's a for as a newcomer it's a struggle but it's also kind of some i think it's a bit more controlled it's, it's, it's there's two different sides yeah, of it yeah, really yeah. um I, I i was thinking about this earlier because i was uh thinking about the senior whenever the senior i was whenever i watched the senior towards the end of the, the six lap race i always just think it's been a tough two weeks for everyone as in the race and as in it's hard and the, the mental demands on those last couple of laps must be such a drain uh, and then I was counting back thinking, I wonder how many typically laps a rider will cover during that fortnight. And I kind of thought practice weekends, maybe thinking of like five a night, you can have the odd breakdown, the odd maybe four laps if you're out later. So that's maybe 20 in practice week, a good race week, maybe 15. And obviously it's practicing. So you're looking at like 40 laps, would you be in a TT fortnight? I'd be around that, yeah. Um, I mean, I could, 2018 was, you know, was a big year. I think I did. I think I did five in my first night, right? And then it didn't. You know, it was pretty much a stepping stone, mm-hmm. I guess, as well. Much as I assume you go out and do even three on your first, or you do a, roll, a couple of runs just to get bedded in, and then yeah. you, you do three laps back to back. Compared to anything else, your race at the moment that's enduring yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is. A, it's wild, isn't it? Because yeah. what you're looking, obviously, the top boys around seventeen minutes, but yeah. like I'm going to be. Yeah, 19, 20 minutes on yeah, nine hour. Yeah, so you, know, you do. Yeah, you're looking at forty minutes, around forty minutes, aren't you? For say, if I set off and just yeah, I've switched fuel, yeah, 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 Before I come back, some fuel, yeah, yeah, probably it, forty minutes. Yeah, it is like very physical, mm. but it's more like road racing. I'm knackered, but just mentally, right? But I just, but I, I force myself not to switch off. I like I'll switch off when I'm back. Do you know what I mean? So I like yeah, it. Like yeah. I'm, I'd be absolutely knackered. So in 2018, I, I didn't finish the first superbike race because I'd spent the whole week and I just thought, you know, the experience of all like McGuinness and that they've done however many laps. I'm sat here coming into the TT from the Manx, haven't done a huge amount of laps. So in my head, I just think laps, just do laps and it'll come to you. Just don't worry about it. Do laps and it'll come to you. Come Saturday morning, I was. Just wrote off, right. you know. I just couldn't, you know. It got to the point where it's like dangerous. So, like, you know, 
yeah. how to pull in and stuff. But it's like right. all those laps of trying to be as good mm. as you can for the race and you can't even finish the race. But there's, not, you know, there's loads of different factors to that riding a riding a big bike for the first time is completely different to riding the 600 or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's a lot of... Was that then a, a very much conscious thought of I'm, I'm not a danger to myself, but I'm not in the right frame here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... Because that's quite a ballsy move as well, you know, in regard to being able to go, you know what, I'm just going to... Yeah. Know, appreciating there's brick walls everywhere. And it's, but Yeah. You just get to the point where it's like, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not enjoying this. I'm right. not learning anything. Yeah, right. And I, like, I got to the point where like my shoulders, I don't even know what was going on, but I was breaking. I was sliding up onto, you know, onto the tank, couldn't hold myself up kind of thing, just from wrestling the bike around. So yeah, it's just Wishing like, you had night as four arms at that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, so, but yeah, yeah, I think, well, TT yeah. anyway, always be on the cautious side. That's something for you to look forward to. Yeah. Arm pumping all sorts. <laughs> But it just depends, like, you know, if, you, if you're wrestling with a, you know, a 200 brake yeah, yeah. motorbike for, you know, that was, that was I think I did two laps and that was it. Okay, just pulled in at the pit stop, but that's 40 minutes of, yeah. you know, full, but that's like set up as well. Do you know what I mean? That's that's also done set up. If you've got a bike which isn't handling, you've got a grip yeah, hold right. of it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you're always, thing. you know, it just, you had the whole week doing that. That's where I think that's what the struggle I had yeah, is just yeah. a whole week of doing that and come the race, nothing changed and you you know, you knackered mentally and you're knackered anyway. Yeah, so I think yeah. that was the main thing. So I think it was a the best thing to do in that situation. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. but it's also tough to your first T T race to do that. You know, yeah. like mentally well, that's like, what, yeah. that's like I, I was gutted, like I you know, I, I, you know, it makes you feel rubbish, like am I should I be here kind of thing? But it's the best thing to do. Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I mentioned there about ballsy decision in the sense of, I'm sure through your head you think people, people have an opinion of of you doing that. But yeah. F- yeah. And what you, you ultimately, whatever speed you're racing at right now, you're you're on the edge. Yeah. Because you're pushing your comfortable boundary. We talked about this before, but you're at your hundred percent constantly. Yeah. Whether you're doing 120, 132. Yeah. So yeah. there's not. I don't think there's any any harm in going. No. You know what? I need to. Uh, and yeah. I, you know, brain mentality and and uh, you know whether you're just working in an office and you focus on something all day and after nine hours you're mentally it's no it's, the mental strain's still there. So, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like everyone knows someone's always got an opinion of yeah, well, them. They, why don't they get on a bike and whip down? Well, the yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's the kind of thing. Just, just awesome. don't really care what people think. <laughs> so uh, going back to the, so I have interest for those watching on uh, YouTube. There's a video playing on the right there, probably on board. Just going through the. Actually, ironically, the second uh, gooseneck at 60. <laughs> uh, and coming up through, uh, what's that next right hand of the castle there? I can't think of that one. Go through the waterworks and then the left hand. I think I've got a clue. Oh, Albert Tower. Oh, oh you've only been through there 100 times. <laughs> and then onto the gooseneck. So, That's yeah. the only place to get my knee down. Oh, right. The Albert Tower, gooseneck. The left, well, left oh. and then the gooseneck. Oh, right. Okay. So. What is your favourite part? So I'm just watching the video now. I'm watching all stuff. <laughs> I, I feel like everyone always says Bray Hill, but I can't help but say Bray Hill. No. Just because it's again when you step step back afterwards, you're like, "This is, that was mental." Yeah. yeah. I always see that straight off the start because they're quite close to the curb on the left, about three quarters of the way down on you, and there seems to be like a lump just to be yeah. too close to the curb. Yeah, yeah just from the bits I've seen. Jump over that? No, it's uh, might be a it's bit just diff- cool. just because it's. 
you know, at the start of a race, you know, when you you start a race, you accelerate up to what second, maybe third gear, depending on what track, and then you shut off and you're into the first corner. Whereas there, you know, you're up to sixth. You're just up to sixth and flat out. So, well, this is so weird. So do you go flat out through the bottom of there? Uh, on the 600, yeah. Yeah, right. On a big bike, I haven't done it yet. You just had that line waiting on you. <laughs> <laughs> waiting to do that. Yeah. But I was actually saying to Jamie last night, the weird thing is when it gets, when it becomes normal, mm. like obviously from the outside, it, it's not the same. You know, I always say it's so much, like it looks worse from the outside. Right. You know, you're on the bike, it's like, like going down Bray Hill, flat out on a 600 from the outside, like it's mental. And when you first start, it's crazy. But when you get up to speed and you can do it and you've done it a fair few times, it isn't. Mm-hmm. Even on a flying lap, you're like, that's when you, and then you get back to the, the van and like you think about it, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah, or you go to Jerby and you're, you're not even getting up to sixth gear and you think, and you know you're going quick. You think, I could on Bray Hill in sixth gear. Yeah, right. Uh, do you know what I mean? But yeah. when you're doing it, it's not, it's not like. Yeah, it feels controlled. Yeah, because you get up to that, you know, your brain gears up to speed and it's not as. It's not as crazy as what it looks, but it also is if you think about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, one of the things, I guess, when you, does it go through your head when you go thinking ahead now to, to that, to, to ride and to not, and I assume part of the rider liaison on bits they do is don't just you know, drive down the middle of the road, start really steady. Is that something you're conscious of now when you go to do it? You know the circuit that you might try too hard? No, it's one place. I did a parade lap and I started road racing in 2017. And I think I did a parade lap. Was it 2000? What year was it? You 17. It was 17. Yeah. Was it the same year. It must have no, been the same year then. Right. I did a parade lap in 2017 okay. with um, my brother, Nathan Harrison, and the Crowbars there on the sidecar as well. And like, even just setting off down. Bray Hill, like just then, you we were behind a marshal till Bal Crane, and then you waved us through from then on in. But like just down Bray Hill, it just just felt weird. It's just thinking, right. you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be legal. Yeah. <laughs> so any conscious thought process about other things being on the road, having spent all your years going down those roads and seeing? Uh, no, no, not really. No, no. 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 Were you following people then the rest of that lap? Uh, we got. I let. Ryan and Nathan go. I, I didn't know. I knew the course, but I didn't know it like I know it now. So like, yeah, right. I just took a step back and yeah, just yeah. like you crack on and I'll do my own thing. But yeah, we did catch people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were you conscious that when you when you do start doing it that you appreciate you've done a lap or two, but that I don't know. I, I wouldn't say you get complacent, but because you because you do know the circuit because you live here, there's a a certain element of I know what's coming up, but what's coming up might be a lot different at 150 than yeah, in definitely. a van at 50. I would definitely say that like, it's completely different, like yeah. compared to, like you said, going around in a van, like trying to compare that to being on your bike. It's mm-hmm. just two different things. And if you've got a thought, I appreciate it probably every year away now, isn't it? But what are those first year ambitions? Just keep building. Do you yeah, set just, yourself any like internal pressure of I, I, I'd like to do 110 or whatever that number might be, or do you just not think about that? No, I'm quite lucky because it's my old man who owns the bikes and that, so it's just like everything's there, and then right. there's no pressure on me at all. It's just you just crack on and, yeah, right. and do what you want to do. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. There'd, there'd be no pressure. But say if I didn't like it and said that's it, I don't want to do it, it'd be a bit right. 
Don't visit that happening now, do you? No, I don't yeah. visit that <laughs> happening at all. But yeah, there's no pressure on, on that side, which is a good thing. So there's no one to please on that side. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I would say there's a bit more pressure if you're riding someone else's bike and then yeah, than yeah your yeah. own stuff. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. And if if you haven't done the northwest, is that on the, is that on the agenda at no, some point? Yeah, I would do the northwest. That would be I. I want to do TT first, do that, and then go from there. And my second choice of road race would be the northwest. Right. And I don't think I'd go anywhere else. I think that would be the two main places where I'd go. Right. I was speaking. Well, we were speaking last night, weren't we? And yeah, I just said northwest and TT. It's all what interests me. And like Mike was saying about the short circuit stuff, like I enjoy that as well like as much as obviously you were describing it all so yeah just to go back to the question I asked earlier about uh, uh, ambitions because I think we got a bit sidetracked what would yours I presume obviously a TT win I assume because I know we briefly chatted before but that seems to be the yeah definitely TT win but they're definitely not easy to come by no 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 And is it one and done type of thing for either of you, or would it be? I think everyone's one and done, but it doesn't yeah, doesn't, it doesn't like that, happen doesn't, that way. I, I, would, I would like to do that. Yeah, that's that would be the best thing. That would be the most sensible thing to do. But I don't think that's how it works, really, is it? Yeah. Why that's do you it? think it's like that? Because you just just like so gambling. Good. Once you win, you think you can win again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's. But why would you stop when you're at the? Mm. You take all all this effort to get mm. to be to be in that position, and then you win. And then you think, well, I'm going to stop now. You should do, but yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at that top end as well, I mean, if the nowadays the, the gaps are so small. and uh, Yeah, I think the struggle is now the, the speeds are... And strength and depth, I yeah. sort of as an observer again. Yeah, it's, I mean, like the top top 20 in a super sport race is well, in any, any of the races, but, you know, like how close they are. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, and the speeds that you're kind of doing is pretty pretty crazy you know yeah, yeah. you know like i don't know what i don't know about any like stats or whatever but you know like i did 123 not that long ago not too long ago that would be that you know i put you up fairly high up and obviously now you know the guys are doing almost 130 on 600s which is yeah. absolutely insane like yeah. i have no idea how they're doing that like i i don't know what they're doing so we talked about on boards before would that be something now at the level you're at now would you watch those guys if if I'd done the TT for the last few years, then mm-hmm. and I was looking for something, yeah. But for me, for the TT next year, I'm gonna have to take a step back mm-hmm. again and kind of back like back as in. a newcomer thing because I think I could go in thinking I'll pick up where I left off. Yeah, but man. I don't think that's the case. I think the best thing to do is kind of go right. This is four years off, back in, steady, right? Okay. Then the year after, kind of build on it, which is going to be quite annoying because it's just like really slow and not slow and boring but you know it's like it's like it's four years like i did the manx in 2017 and it'll be 2022 next year and it's yeah, like yeah i don't really feel like i've done a great deal in between that yeah. you know which is I, wouldn't, I don't think that's my fault either but it's you're just waiting to try and you you kind of i think you've got to hold back until everything kind of lines up for you and it's yeah, right. trying to get everything to line up isn't it must be annoying in a similar way like i like say Matt and I talk about being <coughs> cyclists and seeing the young lads that potentially just missing opportunities because it's two years really of yeah, yeah. no racing. It must be the same when you kind of like all of us would like think we're never in our prime, but uh, the rally yeah. they're all getting older that you just kind of basically lost two years of, of potential opportunities, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. There's, I mean, there's for me, I, you know, I don't want to be doing 
I don't, I don't know at the moment, but I, I don't feel like I want to be doing the TT, you know, until I'm like 50 and I'm yeah. doing the Manx and the classic when I'm 60, you know, like my time is my time. And so what, stop why, and why, that's why that? I, so you love, obviously love bike and love racing. And do you think that's because you, I wouldn't say you, but at that age, you wouldn't want to do that type of risk or is that because you feel at that age, you just wouldn't be competitive and therefore not enjoying it or? I think it's more down to the risk. Right. But, yeah, I think it's much more down to the risk. Right. Yeah, it's, there's only so much, so many times you, you can be willing to so risk. So if you look at John McGuinness then and appreciate he's smooth and he's whatever, but... Fair play to him. Yeah, I don't right. know, I don't yeah, know yeah. how he's done it so long. I mean, And Joey was the same, wasn't he? But a lot you, of those boys... But if you're good, it, and that's your... Yeah, but I mean, the difference is if you... If someone started to pay me and yeah, that was my right. job, then mm. and that job pays me better and it's more fun than the job that I've got yeah, now. Yeah, right, okay. Then, yeah, you yeah. know, do I really, you know, if I'm racing, getting paid to do this, riding for the best teams, getting all the best stuff, yeah. someone says, right, well, if you stop now, then you're going to go back and be an electrician. Yeah, right. I'd probably stay road racing. Yeah, right. So there's, that, that's yeah, the difference yeah. too. Mm. I mean, it, you know, if that's your job, that's a pretty good job. Uh-huh. So I think that's, that's also quite a big thing. But as it is kind of like now, like, you know, paying for my race and having a job, that kind of thing. There's only so much, you know, there's other things to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, it's road racing kind of like takes over and takes a lot of your money and takes a lot of your time. And there's a lot more to do than just, just road racing. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, there is a time to stop, I think. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're, unless you're rich enough or yeah, able yeah. to do everything, then yeah, yeah. you do what you want. But there is, you know, for the normal person, there's a time to, as a ti- as a, f- a window, of yeah, right, going. yeah, and there's two years of it gone, yeah, which is quite annoying because like stupid COVID. Because I, I kind of like see myself like, you know, like I don't say how fast I think I can go, kind of thing. But it's like, right, this I had like a plan, you know, like this, yeah, yeah. you know, a pl- like uh, no, no step like a goal, against, yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. not you know, not a stupid realistic. I'm going to win the TT in two years, like you know, just a stepping stone kind of thing. And like now it's like, well, this stepping stone, I can't go to that stepping stone. Yeah. You can't go from one miss four years or whatever it is and then go to you know you've got got to come back yeah, yeah. so it's the, my steps have been broken <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and do you have a similar outlook then Jamie <clears throat> in that regard or not really thinking that far yeah well it's it's quite a hard one isn't it um, definitely lost two years of experiences the way I look at it and they say the TT course takes they reckon about four years until it, you know properly where you're going and everything about it can I just ask a question probably very open but how do you get I use the term loosely better faster on the TT then so if you've done your years four years and you're saying okay I'm 125 I want to get 128 where does that come from because if you've rode it so many times, you've done the onboard, and I'm just from someone who has no idea on TTL, admit that. How do you practice? How do you train? Is it something to do? Do you then start look at the bike, or if the bike's as best as they probably can be? There's how, always how, something to change, you know. Like I always think the same thing, like McGuinness and that. I mean, they might just get on the bike, not now because he's changed bikes, but when he's on the Honda, surely he gets off it at the senior, cleans the flies off it, and says, "Don't touch that." <laughs> you know what I mean why yeah. Why wouldn't you it makes no sense to me why you wouldn't but it's, it doesn't really work like that but a lot of road races like me included I think you go to a track and you start somewhere and you go the bike's rubbish and you end up back in the same place because you're not going the speed the speed doesn't you know the bike setup has to match the speed that you're going so I think to get 
to get better at TT, it's it's tough because it's you're at your quickest and then you come back mm. and you kind of have you've practice week to you know, you don't you don't finish it say you've done 132 you don't go practice we can do 132 yeah. as your slowest and then build up from there yeah. so but i think it's just committing to it and watching videos and i think like what i did from 2017 or year before i watched my own videos i had the camera so i can see what exactly what i'm doing mm. so i can watch myself watch somebody else so i can see what i'm doing see what he's doing and i just i'd do that every time you know Right, so my speed, 125. This is 127 right. lap. What's he doing through here? What's What am I doing through there? That, yeah. that kind of thing, you know. And then just... So there'd be things like rolling off earlier, changing gear, shifting gear at different times. Yeah, down one, down two, right. that kind of thing. Um, yeah, there's not really a great deal. It's And, and kind of off other people, I, I, you know, I was lucky enough to follow... William Dunlop at the um, at the Manx hmm. in 2017, and I just followed him. I was quick. I, I was quicker than him. He was on a classic bike, so I could have overtaken him on the straights. But I stayed behind him, and I like I learned so much. And like as well, same exact same thing with Connor. I think Connor. I think Connor said he'd take me around, um, or I caught up to him, whatever. But he was on a classic bike, so I caught up to him, but I wouldn't go past him. I did go past him at one point, and then I thought. I should follow him. Yeah, right. So I dropped drop back behind him and like, he'd go through stuff and I'm like, you cannot go through that, that fast. Right. But once someone's done it, you know, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. like, okay. But obviously if you come into it, like, can I go through this? But if you don't know and you, you can't, you're going to be in a war. Yeah. But right. if you see someone do it, you go, oh, it can be done. Right. So you do it. And it's like, those two things, following William Dullop and Connor, I learned so much. Right. And like, I even start of um, my first TT, in 2018, first night practice, I went set off with Connor. I was like, "Yeah, I can, I can stay, I can stick with him, I can stick with him." And at his first lap, I'll just, I'll just stick with him, you know, see what. I can. And then I come up to Bal- um, Balagari, and oh, and right. I thought I was fairly handy through there, and he just left me, and I was like, "You can't go through there that quick." <laughs> right. I just did, and I was like, well, "So I know now." Yeah, right. Okay. But, but do you know what I mean? That kind yeah, of thing, yeah. you know, because it's quick. What once you're up to, you know, how long he's done the TT, so he knows what can be done. Yeah, once you yeah. know it can be done, then you just do it. But if you don't know it can be done, then you yeah, don't, yeah. you know, the yeah, step yeah. to do it is a very scary step yeah. because it's, you know, it's not just a small consequence, basically. I suppose that's a big thing if you look at going straight to do the TT that it also, obviously the very good rise at the Manx, but you go to the TT. A full field of yeah, people, yeah. class riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To Every time off. once someone overtakes you, you just I was just gonna be looking at into looking at them and what they're doing, basically what yeah, yeah, yeah. like I've had it before people overtake me. Not on not on the TT really, but more on short circuits. And I'll just not not concentrate on what I'm doing, but I'll literally watch them. Right. Like I'll as they ride away from me, I'm watching exactly where they're going just to see if I can see them do something. You might pick you know, just see them take Take a bit of curb there or something, especially if there's somebody who you know is quick around that track or they're like the track specialist kind of thing. But like at the TT, it just, you kind of end up just going their speed because you know it can be done. So you just do that speed, right. especially with the classic guy as well, because cause if you're on like a 600, your bike would probably be quicker than theirs, but they'd be quicker. They'd be, they do a quicker lap than you. So, you know, like a lot of guys would just like fly past them, but right. just to say, even like some of the old guys, you know, flat out through like some corners and you're like, it's just mad, <laughs> but you know it's they can you know it can be done. 
But so let's go back to Matt's question then. That's it's about yeah, it's probably just learning where you can. It's experience yeah. and time. It just yeah. takes it takes a long time. And it's like short circuits. You can kind of take your brain out and just. It still takes time, but you know you can take your brain out and just kind of go for it. Yeah, right. There's not really a way of I don't I don't think a way of of uh, of doing it quick. I mean, you obviously got like guys like Hickman, that, but like I said, they their level that they're coming in at yeah, yeah, is right. a different level. So it's it's a bit like seems like Glenn Irwin if he does it, his level is already that high, and you know they're not coming in as kind of like just a person riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. You know, they come coming in with a team and all that. You made an interesting analogy before we came on home where at the TT you're riding it, you know, you're trying to ride at 100 well on short circuits, you're doing 120. Yeah. Because you can push the limits. There's always usually a runoff that, you know, worst case scenario that yeah. you don't have here. So they they already know way beyond those limits. It's the bigger, the, the, the issue, if that's the right word, is just them pulling that back to the 100%. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously their speeds, yeah. their 120% is. Quicker than a lot of people's 120. So they when they pull it back, they've still got yeah right. They've still got they've got room to play with, but they're also going very quick as well. So I think that's uh, that's where like I say the short circuits. You know, you got your classic road heads who just I'm just here to get me signatures, so they ride around like a nosher. And then yeah. <laughs> I got me signatures, I can do the TT, but they're not gaining anything. They're not yeah, getting yeah. any better. Yeah right. Yeah, There's yeah. loads of people like that, and they just they're just wasting the time basically. Right right. So right. I mean, just so they can do the TT, they don't you know actually gaining anything from yeah, it. Right. So go back to your, both your, Jamie, your day starting road racing then back in, uh, you won the Alaman champs. What age were you then? Was that on the 600? Yeah, I, my first year was 17 and second year was when I won the 600 championship at Derby. So you were 18, 19? Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. And were the people, I suppose the two questions off the back, that people in, as you're coming up through motorbike and is it is it a clicky environment or is people welcome especially as some I guess at a young age you kind of use this young start whipping our ass uh, is that or the, is everyone there to help each other it's quite it is definitely like a welcoming environment and everyone's there to help each other but what I had as my brother he used to do jerby he's not really doing it anymore but it's faster on there isn't it <laughs> and uh You'd follow me, tell me what I'm doing. It's like, it's straight down the middle. They tell me right. what I'm doing wrong and what I should be doing. So like him follow me, tell me what to do. And like, I've learned a lot from starting my road race career from him to tell me his knowledge, what he has of it. Um, yeah. So I've learned a lot from right. him basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that year you won it then when you became, was that something that was the start of the year that you thought was in your, in your capabilities? Um, not really. I was just turning up, just having the crack, just right. coming out and just enjoying it. Right. Didn't think I'd win it then, but yeah. And that was, uh, it was a bit of a difficult that year that I think that's, that's the year maybe I think people, a couple of people protested, didn't they? We had, um, there was noise. Is that the year the noise? What year was it? I don't know. 18. 18 it is, yeah. yeah. A couple sure. of people protested against because Derby, it, you don't, it's not, there's no noise limit there. And then it ended up being a noise limit that day. And then people got thrown out of the results and stuff like that. I don't know oh, if I'm right. doing this wrong. Yeah. I think it might have been 17. Oh, is that the, is that the year we. Ch Clubman Championship in 2000. Yeah, because we all pulled out, didn't we? Yeah, no, that's that was 2017. Right. No. I think. Uh, no, people were there. Sorry, man. I think Ryan. Is that residents complaining there? Yeah, I was going to say, what is noise? Like, no. 
I don't know why they did it. Yeah. Not a clue, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Was that when Ryan got kicked out? Yeah. So Ryan's your brother. Yeah, yeah he got kicked out. So kicked out, yeah. so we just like... There was probably three or four of us, wasn't there? Yeah. We just protested. And so he just did the race, but then pulled, like, I think, was I leading? Probably, yeah, I don't know. I just pulled in, and the right. race just kind of... Did the race, but a come didn't last fit. lap. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, that's it. So oh, basically, right. you got your bike time, didn't you? And pulled it at the yeah. end of it. Just right. didn't get the points or anything. So it was a bit of a weird right. situation. I can't even remember. It was too many sleeps ago. Yeah. Had <laughs> a few hits on the head. Then. I was in the wrong year. <laughs> yeah, to start off with. Yeah. That is still seems, I mean, I don't know, but it seems young that, I don't know, 18 to be, I don't know. Is that yeah. common, like coming through ranks? Is that? So it's, you look at like Spanish kids that are yeah, well, motors yeah, and they're doing yeah. all this crazy stuff. So it is young, yeah. When you're 18, you're not even, you know, when you're 18, you think you're old, but you're not. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like, you see those kids like, what, you know, Moto3, that young lad, he's 16, and he's winning Moto3. Right, yeah. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? So it's yeah, not, yeah. maybe it's not old anymore, basically. No, no. It, you know. Oh. They've got an amazing air. Uh, I was chatting to Connor about this a while ago, that kind of academy, haven't they, in Spain where yeah, they can just you're build. racing from yeah, it's a, it's a like womb, a basically. Yeah. 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 Kind of born like just race, racing machines, aren't yeah, they? They're yeah. like kind of made to be racers, but are the are there any form of grassroots roadside here then? Or is it everyone like yourselves go through motocross and then transition over? At an age, is there anything what's kind of your youngest you can well, road with? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the youngest you can road race. Yeah. Well, it's just like a development yeah. pattern. Yeah. I was talking about this where there's no real development pattern. I don't think it's just the Alaman. Yeah, it's so more of a UK thing. Compared to the Spain where yeah. there's this. They could, if you look at and it, it, Italy's kind of similar. I think they've got a similar... Yeah. If you look at Moto3 and like with the MotoGP, it's full of Italians and Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And you've got like a couple of English people in, so it kind of... I don't know if it tells you because you've got like the um, talent cups and the Red yeah, Bull rookies right. and stuff, but they yeah. have got the British talent cup now, so that's... I think that's kind of like the same Stop. kind of yeah. starting, but I think it's like takes, you know, it's not just like you know, as soon as they do it, there's going to be somebody who's like special. And then, yeah, yeah, it's just years of building up. Yeah, isn't kind it? of. Yeah, but yeah. They're like I think Spain have had that for a good, a good while. So is that way in the like, UK they throw everyone on a, you know, an whatever, they, yeah, all on, like on a, the same, same bike, same, yeah, 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 same all, bike. I think they basically turn up. They're everything's all prep for them. Isn't oh right, you yeah. can't do anything to the bike. Pretty yeah, much. they just basically ride it. Right. I think they swap bikes as well, don't they? Yeah, like right. not swap bikes, oh, okay. but you, you ride that bike this week. Oh, well. okay. Yeah, so there's so no. So you go with yeah. a little carton up Jerby Track, and you're like, oh, stop with that. Yeah, sh- that shit one. Car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number five's not quite as quick. Number five's the good one. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm taking note of that. Yeah, I think it's like anyway. So obviously it's a level, you know, level for everybody, and you get like the young, young lads yeah. coming up and. It seems to be there. Like, that's what Connor was kind of saying. That this, oh, hopefully, not putting words in his mouth that haven't quite got that to the same level in the UK. That's why the Spanish and yeah. Italians are so. Yeah, I mean, it's like many of them. from like my point of view, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been doing that anyway. But I started racing road racing until I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And there's a lad winning Moto three when he's sixteen. Yeah. Not to say that I'd be doing that, but I'm saying like there's, yeah, you know, difference. if yeah. there was a kid in my situation who was racing when he was younger, yeah. rather than you know, you know, there will be and stuff like more talented kids you and see, stuff like that. I, it's the same, I know we keep talking always about cycling and talking mm-hmm. about because it's the same now that academies in the UK that's been around for 15 years now, it shows and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. young riders are performing at an elite level 
at 19, 20, 21, where yeah. you know, 20 years ago it was. That's where you start. Yeah, you yeah, kind of, yeah, exactly. And you might hopefully get there at 30. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they've just been lucky. There's been everything's been done in those yeah. years to get them to that point. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There, so. so to go back to then to the, we're talking about sort of 17, 18, back to when you decided to do the Manx and you that, uh, was that, I assume, something you've been thinking about doing for a while? What age were you when you did the Manx? So we were talking about 17, you know, oh. 16 was newcomers year. 22, 23? Um, yeah, so around the same age. Well, in theory, you would have been doing it if it yeah. went ahead. Um, well, that was, that was the, were that you was a favourite for a newcomer then when you, obviously you never know uh, who's turning up ultimately, I guess. But. I don't, no, I don't. I don't think I can't even remember. It's weird. I can't even remember thinking about anything. Right. As in, like, oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to. Who's going to be the fastest? It was weird because as a racer, regardless of what you say, you always think, you know, you always have an expectation of where you're going to come. But and I would always say, well, as I get older, I would say to someone doing it, have no expectation. If you come last, you come last. You know, it's not it really isn't the end of the world. Yeah. But I can't remember ever being like, I wonder what place I'm going to come. I'd literally just even spend, after practice where yeah. Zoom you, you yeah I, don't, I, I might have but I can't remember but like right. I said that was a while ago but it's no it was a good um, that was just a, that was the main th- when I first started road racing I only started road racing to do that yeah right and everything else is just kind of because because of it so and remind me through practice week there you you got the bib on do you have a bib on all yeah. through practice week and then not on race day yeah so you do your your laps I think we do I think we go out first or last. I can't remember. It's a newcomer. Mm. But you just do the one lap. So you get your bib on every night and then come the race, yeah. You take your bib off and then yeah, so you can... Yeah, so you touched on that earlier. You only literally do one lap while you reach night. Yeah, it's a pain, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. the problem is you build yourself up all day. You're a newcomer. You've got loads to do. You don't know what's going on. You're a bit, you know, you're extra nervous mm. because you're a newcomer. You're kind of thinking about how to be the best that you can be. You set off and like... um you set off and you kind of like because you're a newcomer you're not really into it and you don't really know what's going on so you get to maybe Balakrain or whatever and you're into it get into it then before you know it you're mm. pulling back in you don't get that you know if you had that second lap you'd kind of be like more relaxed and be like that second lap would help you so much so you do one lap and you're like right, okay and then next night same again you kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. spend all day kind of doing it's hard it's really hard to get into like a dialed into it I guess yeah what? or kind of not improve because I was improving every single lap but I think you just get a lot more from doing at least one flying lap. But well, what's the reason for that? Why they do it? In the- I think it's time because you obviously yeah. Manx, you, you know, restricted with light yeah. and stuff, yeah. and you, you know, you'd, you'd be they right don't want. And- I say you, but newcomers on with mm. more experienced riders. Yeah, which I think is a bit. I think um, just speeds. I mean, at the yeah. start, the speeds are, are yeah, a lot yeah. lower, but you know, it's hard. They obviously do the best they can, but it's a, it's a tricky situation. But I think it's the light, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I remember my my very first lap. I can't remember if we got before the main yeah, practice yeah. or after. My very first lap. After, yeah, it's after, so it's like you, you're you're going to be out in the darkest and the <laughs> and obviously that time of year the sun's really bad. Yeah, right. I was saying to Jamie last year yesterday, I used to go, I used to drive down to Braddon Bridge, and drive up the Balamoda in my van. At that time, and put the sun visor up, and just to see how, like, oh, right. see where okay. you're gonna get blinded. Oh, right. I just okay. went from there to Balakrain and home. Oh, just done right. that, like, okay. a few times. I don't know why it's a bit stupid. Like, <laughs> well, I just wanted to see where I was going. But anyway, you won't be saying that when you come on a Bell Hutch, well, you know, 130, and you're like and the, blinded, and you're like, yeah. Well, I remember this? coming up to Bell Hutch, and it was my very, very first lap as in on my own, not with a marshal. 
and I caught up to the guys in front of who set off in front of me, going up Battle Hutchin, and I've got it on like got it on a video, and you, you just get blinded like the sun, and you, I, even though I, and you know I'm from over here, I know exactly it's a straight line, I knew exactly where it was, and I just shut the throttle, oh, right. just because you you completely blind, yeah. and there's no you know in, in a car you can get blinded, you, Jesus, yeah, yeah. there's nothing you can do, and you go in like. 120 miles yeah, now. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I presume that late evening as well, you're not wanting a tinted visor and things like that either. Well, you kind of have like, uh, you don't have like a dark tint, but obviously if you had a clear visor, but then the problem is you get to, um, Balacrain, you go into the trees. Hmm. So it can't, you can't have a fully yeah, dark yeah, one because yeah. then you get in there and you also yeah. can't see. So it's a, you get to Balacrain and then you, so that's another thing as a newcomer. It's obviously they, they do it for a reason and stuff, but you've got such a, yeah. it's, it's not as difficult as what it used to be when you hear like McGuinness and that. They said they used to go out in the snow and yeah, whatever right. they used to do. I don't yeah. know. And they, they just used to set you off. It's much better, but you know, the, t- the time that you go out, it makes it like, considering you don't know where you go and you can get blinded. You know, if, if I didn't, if I wasn't from over here, like I'd be, yeah, I'd be in first yourself. gear everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be scary though. It'd and be, is it a three lap race? The new, the new no, four, four. Right. So that's a big jump. Like, if you're doing one yeah, a night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So you do, I did seven before my first race. Right. So and seven, then and then more then than do, half of that in the race. Yeah, but seven once a night kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think yeah, I got yeah. like two on the, on the Saturday. Right. Yeah, because they moved it. Like, it used to be Saturdays years ago. I can't I think they moved it to but, the Yeah, so you jumped to four and then, yeah. so, you know, you go from doing not that many laps to, to four. Because I remember in the Newcombs race, and I think it was after the pit stop going through towards Crosby, and I had whatever I had as lead. So I've got this race, and I was just thinking in my head, I've got to go from here all the way around the TT course to the grandstand. And then I've got to go all the way around again. I was like, what an idiot. Yeah, like, right. I definitely don't have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you, you know, because you're just like, yeah, it's a bit of a, you don't realize how far you've got to go. When you go in that speed as well, like, it doesn't seem that long. Yeah, you're right. like, that's a long way to go. Yeah. So, yeah. The, uh, well, I know you touched on sort of, maybe the memory wasn't great around that, but do you remember being on the start line of the race thinking that I've got a chance here? No. Not, not even right. that. I think it was just, it was, it was good. It was a really good two weeks. It was literally me and my dad and he came in, he worked on the bikes right. every night. I was getting a bit quick and it was just like, you know, all that time wanting to do the Manx and you had the Manx. It was just like, there wasn't a bad, wasn't a bad thing that happened. It was, you know, it was just chilled and as relaxed as I could be. And I can't, re- I can't even remember being like, you know, I want to win this. And, you know, any pressure whatsoever is, there might have been, but. Yeah. It wasn't, if it was, it wasn't a lot because I was just like, just riding. And did I read you were on a, when I was reading the results, you were on a, an 07 bike? Yeah. Well, then mine, this is 16. So yeah, yeah, nine-year-old bike. Nine-year-old bike. That was yeah. a good bike. That was. Couldn't like get to road and track and get something a bit newer now. Nah. She was a good bike. That was, that was a really Even good bike. like soon. That. It was a, I know, yeah, I should have kept it. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, a, I had, a, had a good engine and stuff on it. But that was like my first 600 and I had that for, I think 2013 I bought it, 14. Right. So that was like my, uh, I was good when I had to sell it. <laughs> I didn't have to sell it, but I sold it. Right. But no, it was just a, it had a good engine and stuff. It obviously wasn't the newest thing and stuff, but it, and it, I destroyed it once. So it was pretty much new anyway. All right. <laughs> yeah. Snapped the frame in half. Pretty all much right. well, well, the head stuff, but yeah. The, uh, in that year, so your first year in the Manx, can you do other races or you, only the newcomers you can do? No, newcomers and then senior. All but right. Okay. I had a bit of a, um, I think it was after the after the newcomers or in practice something happened with the timing so I did like 117 but the, the timing broke or whatever so I said I did 119 so everyone was like saying I did 119 or whatever but I didn't mm. but because of this the organisers bumped me up to 
third. So I started third on the road in the senior. Oh, right. So oh, one okay. of the juniors, so one newcomers, and I was bumped up to uh-huh. starting third on the road. And one of the lads, I think it was uh, the lad who won it, started behind me, I think. And it was just a bit like, I didn't choose to be in that position. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say, put me third. I was put third. So it's kind of like, I would have rather not that situation. So I, and it was a bit damp and stuff as well. I don't like thinking about nothing that. better than race around city course with damp. Well, I think there's just damp patches. I think like, realistically it was fine, but as a newcomer, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you, you don't have a clue what's going on. Yeah, like the last thing I want to do is I don't know where it's going to be damp and stuff. So I think I did two laps and I, I just wasn't wasn't feeling it. And it's kind of like I just didn't feel that great and stuff. So I just pulled in after this. Yeah, so I didn't right. do the didn't finish the senior. So um, so yeah, but you, I think they put you in a race. So I did newcomer. And oh I was, right, I was put in the senior. Oh, they play. They just say yeah, like senior or junior. Yeah, like some of the lads. I think like is that picked uh, out of a hat. How's that decided? It's before you start, so oh, I don't really, really know because like the one of the other lads who've done newcomers, he done the junior. Oh, so right. there's no, I don't really know what the criteria is. Yeah, because it's not like you do your newcomer and then they go, "You're doing this, you're doing this." It's and, and you doing the seniors because assuming the seniors are on seven fifty, you on your six hundred. Yeah, six hundred, but. Most people on 600s, there's a few, right. few oh, 750s and right. stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but then yeah. I rode the 750 the year after. But, right. But yeah, that's what, the, that's what the senior is, so you can ride 750s, but... Most people aren't. There's only one 750 you can have, I think, so... Oh, right, Suzuki, okay. so it's not really... Oh, it's right. not a big field yeah, of 750s right, right. kind of thing, right. so... Um, I don't know if junior it was different. Two. I don't know if it was different. Yeah, basically it's two two juniors, but yeah, I don't know right. if it was different years ago or what, I'm not sure. So um, speaking of juniors then, in 18 when you went and... Uh, did you remember remember much of that sort of build up to that? I assume then, obviously, hadn't done 119 the year before, 117. That you I had did. certain expectations for the, for the for the second max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second max, yeah, for the because like I I remember just like everything was like junior and senior, like you know, but that was just that was what I was going to do, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, because I just I knew I could do it, if you know what I mean in a weird way so like I was fully focused on that whereas the first year was just just turn yeah, up yeah, see what yeah. happens the second year like I was fully focused on winning junior and senior yeah, yeah. that was kind of like that's the only reason why I was going there kind of thing um, so yeah that was the main and who were your main rivals around and that um, it was like Barry Lee Evans and mm. Dean Osborne Rob Hodgson no he'd already gone to the TT there was a few people, but it was a bit. It was a bit weird during um, practice week because I, I spent most of the time on the seven fifty. So I only did six laps on the six hundred before the race because I'd spent the time on the seven fifty. So and I think I did one hundred nineteen on the last practice on the six hundred, but they bumped a load of lads up. So I was starting seventeenth, mm. but for whatever reason they bumped a load of lads up in front of me. So there's like gaps appeared or whatever. So they bumped them up in front of me, but I still started in that position. And it like pissed me off because I was like, well, I have done six laps. I did 119. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I thought I should be higher up because then you've got traffic. So that annoyed me. So it fired me up for the race. Yeah, right. So like first lap of the race, I had to pass three people and I had to do it. Then they got red flags. So I had to do it again. Oh, right. But it was just like that. That It was kind of a good thing because I was like, I just made it like a a grudge, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not against anybody, but I was like, yeah, like stupidly like, all right, you're not going to move me up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that kind of thing but it was more just to self-motivate myself yeah, you yeah. know 
Like, and going back to the newcomers here before, is that like, a, I suppose that I say at that level, but I meant in the sense of new to the Do you get pit boards or is it just told at your pit stop where you are? No, I had pit boards, pit yeah. Because yeah. I don't think some people I've heard they don't really bother with pit boards when they're like a newcomer, but I don't think there's a, if you, you know, if you're up the front, like I was, I was quicker. So I started, I started first. So, you know, why would I not have pit boards yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. in, the position to possibly win. Yeah, yeah. You've you know, that kind of thing. It a bit easier, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah, there's a lot of, um, you know, like coming out of the gooseneck, I was like, remember seeing P1 plus 27 mm. last lap, like, do you know what I mean? So I don't need to do anything over the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't yeah. need to do anything stupid. Mm. Yeah. So if you don't have that, then, you know, imagine if you didn't have that and then you've done something stupid over the mountain without having to yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You, you know, just, just roll off a little bit here and there yeah and you just know that you can be cautious yeah, yeah. you know you're not always going to catch you that much over the mountain so I think I think it's a bit daft to not have that and what's that wave in at the end of the junior when you get waved into the enclosure it's pretty I appreciate it you did it in the newcomers but you know that next stage isn't it of the year career. yeah it's yeah it's the thing with the junior though is it wasn't really as expected because right. I'd spent all my time on the 750 because I was focusing I wasn't focused on both of them but I hadn't really thought a great deal about 600 so that was and you know like put me like started me 17th and yeah. passed three people but then I had to do it twice because it got red flagged you know so it was quite a, like it was quite a difficult you know from just doing newcomers races there's a lot of things I had to do yeah. for the junior so that was like a that was more of a surprise if you know what I mean but um yeah, because it was because it went to a three lap race. I got a pit board because obviously the fastest way of doing it is to pit after the first lap. First, the fast way to a three lap race. All right, okay. Um, is it not the other way? And fuel less at well, the, on the second lap. Do you which way stop is it? a B? No, B2 then, you get, laps, your, then you get your flying lap. Oh, on your last lap. Is that the right way? Or am I thinking the other way? Yeah, you want to pit on the first lap. All right, okay. So, because if you pit on the second lap, then you've got a stand and start. Right. Then you've got slowing down. And then you've got your third lap is your out lap. Yeah, right. Okay. From the pits, whereas if you do it on the first lap, you've got to stop, and then you've got second, and then third's a flying lap. Yeah, right. So yeah. it is a quicker. Right. Um, but then coming out onto on that second lap after the pits, I got P3, and I was like, because I just presumed everybody's going to stop oh, the same, because okay. that's the quickest way of doing it. It's, yeah, right. It's stupid to not do it unless they red flag it. Yeah, right. There's oh, no right. way, okay. there's no reason why you wouldn't stop on the first lap, but some people didn't. So obviously they went past me, so... I was like P3 and I was like, my, I remember going up over Lamfell and my heart sunk. Oh, I was like right. P3 and I was like, That's me on the ball up there. Was it? So I remember going, going down Cronk Body like, What? P3? Yeah, I know, I'd imagine your brain's trying to compute it while you're doing 160 <laughs> yeah. mile an hour. So I was like going down like into P3. Molly's. I was like, I haven't, there's no way that they've put that much into me when I was leading oh, the first right. lap. And I was like, Got to the end, I was like, I better start concentrating. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah I was like, quick down here. I just presumed, but then you don't know. I was like, so I spent the whole second lap worrying. Yeah, right. And okay. I was like, right, because the only time I'd know is when I get to yeah, same to place, yeah, third yeah, lap, because yeah, yeah, yeah. then it would all adjust itself. I was like, please, because of sleep sunburn in the field. I was like, please, <laughs> please, no please say P1, and it did. Yeah, and I was right. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, just to, Long like, 20 minutes. Yeah, it was horrible. I just yeah. remember that, and I just, I kind of almost froze. I was just like flat out, like, oh no. <laughs> it's a, I wouldn't say it's a peculiar place to pit ball, but I thought, because you're giving them grandstand times at that point, I assume. That's Balacrain. Oh, oh, Glen Helen. Helen, yeah, sorry. 
Sorry, Helen Times. Refreshing my phone all the time, oh, so right. I had to be quite sharp on the board. Yeah, that's from, that's from Glen Helen to Landfell. So yeah, I had, yeah I had, that's like 30 seconds. Well, probably yeah, that, is it? So I had Glen Helen, End of Solby, um, Gooseneck, and oh, right. coming out of uh, Signpost. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's where I had them. So the Signpost yeah. want to be Cronk the Mona. Yeah. Time. yeah, yeah. They are all Which like, is pretty tight. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gooseneck one. Because I got one for the senior as well. I don't know if you remember. I was there was me and Barry Lee Evans. We were basically the same. So I had like point uh, six point three, I think it was. And then he had an issue, so we were, we we're basically the same. Um, so six point three going into the pits, and then I can't remember what it was. But then I went to I remember going to against the end of um, uh, Solby Straight, and it was like plus seventy six. Right. And I, went, I ran wide because I was like on the break. Right. I was like, I was like, I was like seven point six. Oh right. I was like, it's not weird. No way. It says seventy point six. So I was like, same thing on the run to Ramsey. Oh, I was right. like, what's going on? <laughs> Came out of thing. It was like yeah, plus plus seventy six because he had an issue. So he yeah, basically right. pit twice. But then that last lap of the senior was probably the worst lap I've ever had because oh, right. I don't need to do anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, go, yeah, you've got yeah. one lap. You're like, I've won the senior. But you still got a whole lap to do. But it's like you're riding like as dead cautious and yeah. dead, and you're like, I'm going well, slow. Probably making mistakes. Yeah, but you're like, I'm going slow. But you're like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just horrible because you have to actually think about what you know rather than just I'm just riding as fast as I can. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. When you slow down, you don't concentrate as much as yeah. I was going to ask about the pit boards and being able to see them and that. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of people say that, especially at like short circuits, but it's, you can pick them out, can't you? Yeah. You can pick a lot of things out which you don't think that you would do kind of thing do you have a limit on how many you can is that how, how many you put out is that what most people do in those areas or is that where oh, you know why some people don't put them out it's because they're yeah. like oh. <laughs> <laughs> smash yeah but, you know are you restricted by how many you can have set up I, don't, I appreciate the same thing as that you no, don't, don't want to be scrambling so. it's just, it's just the time in areas because there's only yeah. however many timing yeah. bits on the, on the course right. you could have one after everyone but obviously your timing board is after you yeah, you know, it's delayed yeah, right. kind of yeah, thing, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so you yeah, kind of have, have to take that into account. So it's going off, I always think, well, it's more than that. If it's going down, I always think it's more than that. And your first year at the at the TT then, and this is meant disrespectfully, you're obviously not at the pointy end. Is the board's become less important. It's more just about... Um, yeah, in on the big... Well, yeah, to a degree. On 600, the same, because, oh. you know, I went like... Yeah. I went quicker on the 600 than I did in the senior last year. So it's, and it's like for 17th position, which it doesn't sound as good, but for, you know, to get into the top 20, is it like a, that's right. a result? Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So the, but, well, that's what I was yeah. kind of leading on to with that then when you step into CT is to kind of like, right, I'm looking for a top 20 finish yeah. here, which I appreciate you might think observers go, I'm saying top 20. But yeah, yeah. yeah to, they need to you know, get a group as well. But then it's like, obviously on like the big bag and stuff, you like come around to P24 plus whatever you like. <laughs> put that board away would you <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't care about p24 but it's a uh, yeah if you see if you got a bad board then you don't want to see it if yeah, you got a good right. board then you're like mm-hmm. do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, but yeah, yeah. i always like to know what's going on and you know it just gives you because i would hate to any position to me is you know p24 p23 you know so if it says p24 plus it, one then uh, last yeah, lap yeah. i'm going to push over the mountain yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. do you know what i mean i want to come 23rd not 24th yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless of how much that doesn't make a difference to anybody, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So I would hate to, I'd hate to not, or hate to lose a position if I lost a position because I thought, 
well, why bother? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, not why bother, mm. but, you know, it's, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd hate, you know, I'd absolutely hate it. Yeah, that'd be that competitive edge, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, Jamie, you went when we were talking earlier about the winning the champs here, and then you started to go away and do the sprint series, is it called? Yeah, um, Prally Super Series right. 600. So, what's all that about? Apart from racing bikes, obviously. Um, it's There's probably two clubs in the UK that are like the top club, what you call it, and like the next step up from there, then on in, is BSB. Right. So, like, realistically, you want to get to the sharp end of that before you go. To the next step if you go to the next step so yeah that's what that's in 2019 i had quite a good run in the uk um i ended up missing two rounds um i had a ac joint separation in the left shoulder and broke my right wrist how'd you manage that um uh, cross bike all right, all right. so we had a good run at donerton and then two weeks later bsb was there so then we spoke and we were going to go back two weeks later and the week before training on the motocross bike crashed and right. that was the end of 2019 right. so I ended up missing two um, two rounds in total and I still I finished sixth still so right. I had nine podiums one after another um, should have been ten but the vinyl on the bottom of the belly pan at Donaton come back and the marshals thought the bike was on fire oh, so okay. I got black flagged yeah, so, right. yeah right okay and how was that experience then right because I assume obviously it's competitive on the RM to go away is there are then just more strength in depth what's it like yeah the, the depth of the field is a lot stronger isn't it it's um, they pull you on as well as a rider right. um, yes yeah, it's, it's hard it's hard definitely it's a different game when you go to the UK to be honest and you go to certain tracks, like Mickey said earlier, it's like you go there and people are track specialists. So like I'd class probably me and you as a, a jury track specialist because yeah, that's yeah. my own track. And people in that sort of championship, you'll go to one weekend and they'll be like right there. And then the following weekend, they'll be like 10th. And like me, I just expect them to be there like myself at the front all the time, but it doesn't work that way really. Right. And what were you racing those? What are you on on those uh, series? I rode a Triumph 675. Right, okay. Which is in the 600 class, basically. Right, okay. Ex- explain to me how you get an extra nut. How does that work? It's three cylinders and 600 is a four. So that's... Yeah, Matt, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's on different bikes. It's not we talked earlier about the, like the R6 couple, whatever, but everyone's on their own bikes. Yeah, so everyone's on yeah, their own yeah. bikes, basically. Yeah. Right, okay. And setting it up yourself. Yeah. Right, basically. okay. And then, so that that podium, those podiums you mentioned about the nine, is that you're doing a couple of races each weekend? How does that work? How's that? It was more going back to the tracks the second time, like later in the year. So, like, I found myself where I was going. Like, there's little things, like, you just got to know certain bits on the track. Like, Cadwell, you go first going to left, and then there's a right up over the hill, but it's like, the hills like that so you can't see the other side of the hill right. so for you to be this side of the hill you have to be committed right over until the top of the hill but the circuit like sort of comes back in on itself as well so like you got a blind look. yeah it's completely blind you can't see over the top so it's second time round once you go there and more confidence mm-hmm. and like I said to Miggy yesterday it's like it's a big confidence game and then once I started to realise like 
where I should be in that championship is like towards the top where I ended up at the 2019 is, is when I started like believing in yourself a bit more, but it's like a big confidence game as well, I would say. Right. And is that also <clears throat> the confidence of, aside from yourself, your bike? Yeah, you've got to have a lot of trust in, in your bike, definitely. You've got to, you've almost got to predict what your bike's going to do before you, you do it. Like when you get on the power, you've got to, sort of predict how wide you're going to go, how when you're going to brake, right. if it's going to lift the wheel and, yeah. Yeah, I suppose, like you say, going back to, similar to the TT, isn't it? You know, more laps you do, the, yeah. the more confident and, you know, know the sort of boundaries. Yeah. And do you, do you, are you aware that, I mean, we talked earlier about the, about when, when you first time go around the course in a competitive environment, as you say, on the parade lap, appreciate you're probably still whacking it around, but uh, that, you won't be doing 120 percent you'll be going 100 percent or 90 percent is that for the tt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah definitely yeah, like yeah. um i can i can easily take a step back on things like back to what yeah michael was saying about yeah it's easy to take a step back yeah yeah right yeah interesting right uh so do you mention about motocross injury uh Generally, an inch. We won't talk about that particularly, yeah. unless you want to. Uh, I wanted to touch on. Uh, so obviously, again, as an outsider, you look at any bike racing. You're like you're all a bit mental, uh, just on the speed, and more obviously the, the the fallout if there is a fallout off. And I know uh, there's obviously a psychological game going on there somewhere, uh, or you've got some screws loose, one of the two, or both. Uh, just as an observer, but you were involved, uh, Michael, in the accident that killed James Cowan. Yeah, not necessarily to dwell, which is a very sad event, but that that psychology to then back on a bike, whether that's the day later or a week later, which you know the TT, you see it a day later, you see it hours later. Yeah. How how do you deal with that? And you personally, obviously, everyone, I'm sure people deal with it differently. But how do you deal with that? I don't know. It's a bit of a. It's quite. A- Assume you knew him, and just not necessarily to dwell on on, on James particularly, but. Yeah, you're a small community, so you ultimately yeah. know each other. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I find some of the older guys that I don't know. Maybe they're more used to it. Like I do, struggle with it quite a bit. To be fair, it's a bit of a, a bit of a mad thing, you know. When you think about it, like, what, what is going on here? But I think the. I don't know. I think you kind of how good it is. It kind of just force not force you back on. Yeah, it's just like a, I don't know, it's kind of quite a strange thing. It's like a, I see it as like a mental kind of challenge. Do you know what I mean? Like if I can do that, uh. you know, if I can, if I know the situation or whatever, then, you know, like you just kind of, you've got to block out, which uh. it sounds so weird. Like I don't, like afterwards, you know, it does, you know, you do think I, about it and stuff. I but, just imagine the world would have an event like that and it happens that there's almost this, like it's head down, block out. But post, certainly if it's a TTO an event like that, post, it, it must be some trauma where it's kind of everything calms down, you know, and you go back to normal life, you know, you're putting, you know, electrical yeah, yeah. gear in two days <laughs> later and you're like, fuck, yeah, <laughs> F me. Uh, yeah. You know, I lost a friend three days ago and just like. Yeah, I mean, that one down so that like took a bit, that was pretty, that was pretty rough to be fair. It did, did take me a, a while to kind of, it wasn't even like a, you know, should I get on a bike again? That kind of thing is just to get over what yeah. happened kind yeah, of thing, yeah. you know. And obviously there's guys in worse situations than what I was in, but in a way they were 
not lucky. You know, I wouldn't say lucky, but I was I was conscious on and aware scale, of what was going on. Yeah, whereas yeah. like you know, like Ivan Linton, he was like not in a good way, but he didn't have to see him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, okay. I I was sat on the wall and I could see yeah. I could see everything that happened, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It's so I would prefer my situation than his, definitely. But that's all. That's like a different side of like. Yeah. You know, he had really bad injuries, but yeah. you know, it's like there's not like you don't forget that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not even a, like it took me a while. To, I thought oh, I need to forget about it. Just forget like it happened, but it's not even that. Like there's no, you know, you go through like Stadium Corner, just driving. I drive, you know, however many times, like a week or whatever. Like it's like a, a thing that it's not like a flashback what happened, but. He's like, oh, I know what happened there. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's just like, like, that's what happened there. Not as in like completely block out of my mind because it's not possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it took me a while with that kind of thing. And then like kind of going back to suddenly the year after, it was kind of like, like like on a motocross bike, you crash. You, you Or on, on any bike, you know, you crash. Best way of getting over it is just do it again. Yeah. You know, as in like, you mm. know, crash on a corner, attack the corner the same as what you would kind of like. So it was, it was kind of that thing. It was like, you know, I'm was like, that conscious thought the first time down to there the next time that it was kind of like, can I do this? You know, am, yeah. I, am I not tough enough? But you know, what I mean, can I mentally, you know, do that? You know, am yeah. I going to go through the the very first lap of practice and then pull yeah. in straight away and say I can't do this? Which is it's just to, you know I might have, but it's just to see what you know more of a you know, can you do this kind yeah. of thing because you you know I kind of think like McGuinness and that they've got to do it. So you know, if I'm if I'm not willing to do that, then I'm never going to be as good as what they right. are, kind of thing. And like this, but this, yeah, that was pretty like rough you with like Dan and that, because I was yeah, kind of yeah. in that, I was like in that area when that, not, I wasn't anywhere near him, but we were like stopped behind. We had to kind of go through afterwards and Adam Lyons crashed as well, one of the Super Sport races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of, but you, you know, you kind of go through that situation. I don't know what happened, but obviously I found out afterwards that he passed away. And then you, you, know, you go through it and then go around the corner and you go fly out again. And it's, it, when you think about it now, it's just like, so like, what are you doing? You know, you're so, someone's, someone's just passed away. They're doing what you're doing. Stop being an idiot, but you either pull in or you, you keep on going. And if you keep on going, you need to concentrate. Right. So it's, yeah, but it's a. Is there a belief in each one of you that it's, it's not about, being someone else, but it won't be you. We just don't think about it. I appreciate it's a prickly subject, and like I'm sure it's, some it's most cyclists. Uh, obviously, it's, an it's one of the big questions that yeah, always. I'm sure people ask you, like, you, but uh, people say you're not scared of dying, but everyone's going to die. Do you know I mean? Are you scared of dying? It's, uh, yeah, well, yeah, but you know, what do you say to that? Are you scared of dying? Who's who isn't? Not to pull really more, but <laughs> if it was the other way around and you were the one on the off the side of the mountain, would you be saying to the boys you carry on racing? Yeah. Yeah. Crack on. So I always kind of think that's the you thing. Don't, that but you don't go you don't if go I crash my push by yesterday and you know, I got hit by a car, I wouldn't I, you know, I'd like to think people would go just carry on riding on the roads. Yeah, it's risky, but you, you, you enjoy riding the bike more than the risk. Yeah, well you can't expect to race at those speeds and yeah, yeah. and first things not to happen. So if you're willing to, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that that's not a possibility. Yeah, that's a possibility because you have to obviously take that into consideration before you choose to do that. Yeah. And that's like it's like anything taken into consideration before you do it. Yeah. So if you don't, then you you know you're an idiot. Yeah. You know, like 
I've been around TT long enough to know that people die at TT. Yeah. That's just a fact. They don't, you don't have to, people like kind of like, kind of, oh, you know, oh, like that. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Don't, you know, either, if you're worried about it, if you're that worried about it, don't do the TT. If you can deal with it, it's your choice. Yeah. You know, it's like, I could go down Bay Hill and pull in a claw bridge or yeah. I could keep on going. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. there's no, but you just have to know before you do TT that you could die. Have you had many spills on the road bike outside of your motocross and all over the place? Um, I've not, at the minute, I've not had many big crashes. Just losing the front, I've, I've not high-sided yet. Which, <laughs> do you not want to wait for you? That's not bad. <laughs> Touch and wood. But, yeah, I've not had a big one yet. Right. Well, no, maybe you never will. Well. And it, I mean, what's your outlook of, from what Mikey was saying? Are you similar or not yeah. think about it? Don't really think about it to be honest, and what happens happens at the end of the day. It's it's your it's your choice, isn't it? If you yeah, want to go yeah. do it, and it's definitely more risk than not doing it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I suppose it's similar to when we speak with other people. It's about that control that before you've even gone on the bike, you've put the hours in, you've got everything there, yeah. you know, to the best of your ability. You are safe and comfortable yeah. on that, and that's what you're thinking yeah. about. You know, I think you, that's. You, what- like where, like for for me, I don't know about anybody else, but like fitness is a big, you know, I'm not like the fittest person in the world, but like as a big thing. So I just think if I'm fit, then I'll be less tired. So my brain will be more switched on. Mm-hmm. And just like, like I said, I don't just try not to switch off, like never be complacent to get to Hillbury. You think I'm home, but you're not. Mm-hmm. You, know, you think you, that kind of thing. It's just like, mm-hmm. so like trying to be as fit as I can. It's like, there's no, like, there's no other reason for me to do it. Then it's like, to be as good as I can, but also safe as I can. Yeah. Just for, so my mind, so my body's good, which means my brain is going to be switched on, which means I'm not going to make a mistake. Yeah. That's how I. That's how I see it. You know, trying to, you know, hmm. like so. We you talked think, about that weekend. I don't know whether we were on air earlier about that first week of the TT and then that first yeah. race where you don't. Once say you're not mentally, you're mentally drained, and you're like, you yeah. take a break. So take a. Yeah. Take that's a, a that's a good conscious thought process to have, isn't it? Today? Yeah, I think like. Um, risk awareness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. people think, like you know, races and like, idiots and stuff. But this is that is it. There's like a risk versus reward. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's it. And you think, like th- all the races in Ireland and stuff. For me, the risk doesn't. The reward isn't as good. Isn't good enough for the risk that you have to take. So I'm not going to do them. Right, right. For me, the TT, the reward is big enough reward yeah, right, okay. for the risk. Yeah, right. That's that's how I weigh things up. You know. And it's the same as every single bit when you ride around track, like to go through there flat out, the reward you get out from the risk. Right. Each bit. And that's that's like, you know, you say how you get quicker and stuff. Mm. That's like the same kind of thing. Like mm. got to risk quite a lot to get through this corner, flat out, what will get out of it. Yeah, yeah. And so that's quite a, that's like a, yeah, one of those, another another thing to, yeah, yeah. to add to it. But the body setting off number one in newcomers, I always think the first person on the road is just... Because they just no, no. waiting for a hen to be on the road or something. In, when the newcomers, there was no issues. It was weird though because I didn't see anybody. Right. We just set off. Obviously, yeah. you know, I'm used to racing like a normal race. You're on a grid with everybody. You start, you see somebody. Someone comes past you, you catch up, whatever. You're just racing. You kind of get to a point where you're like, is this like a weird world where <laughs> I'm just here on my own? Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> is there anybody else on the track? It's such a strange thing because you... Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. kind of... Especially, maybe you might see the odd one pull in. Yeah. That far ahead. 
well, yeah, I suppose it's a minute. Yeah, well, like I think yeah. I had like twenty odd seconds, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like, um, just don't see anybody. It's just dead weird. You kind of come back, but the, the senior, I set off first, and I remember I came through towards Greaver Bridge, and I seen like a rabbit run across. It wasn't like across in front of me, but it was in the front of the road, and I was like, "That's not that handy." <laughs> and then through Kate's Cottage, I remember I came through, and there's like a what do you call a bunch of birds, flock of birds. <laughs> Yeah. It depends on the type of bird. I think. A group of small birds, anyway. Yeah. Um, and they like, I came around the corner really, and it just like shot up in the air. And I put my head down. Like, I don't think it hit any of them, but you know, you're like, right. oh, because you're the first person to scare us in the way, kind of thing. Yeah, but because yeah, yeah. I know that there was a video of Gary Johnson a few years ago. Yeah, I should talk about the screen. Yeah. So the picture up there, fourteen. That's called Rennie. That I took that picture coming. Well, I'm sure you know where that is, don't you? Yeah, just for Gorsley. Yeah. So it, when you look up close. There's a V-shape out of his helmet and a bird hit him straight in the face. And I just happened to catch the photo. I didn't even know until I got home. Really? Uh, and I caught him in the face, yeah. Yeah, if you guys hit birds, I wouldn't want to hit like that picture of Hutchie with a seagull in yeah. his neck. Or <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's one you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. I wouldn't want to hit a bird like a seagull or anything, but yeah, that would be too bad. That, that's the thing. Always, it's always think about that because I think it was many years ago, uh, the, the, the Formula One, as it was back then, was moved. And I, I'm sure... To another day, I'm sure there was a. They were lucky. I think his it was right that time. His he was racing. I'm sure it came on the circuit. Someone just backed out of the driveway onto the circuit Jesus like Christ. 20 seconds before he was due because oh. he just hadn't realised the day had been moved. Yeah, bearing in mind this, the roads have suddenly gone <laughs> yeah. quiet for an hour outside his house. That, um, that's a little wor- thing that worries me when I think about it. If I'm there, then you can't think about it. Yeah, else. You're yeah. just not going. It's just pointless. At least you know there's no oil on the road. I guess that's well, the plus side. But it's a. Uh, you just get like you know like mental people over here like mm. grannies or whatever and you're like they could just drive onto the road yeah, yeah. they have no idea what's going on like no, no. you know you see someone driving the wrong way down Athol Street you're like you're mental yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, you know something yeah. crazy could happen but mm. you can't think about it when yeah, you're on start yeah. line because it's but you know when you see some some mad manx drivers it kind yeah, of freaks yeah. you out but or the road's open car going there, down there <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah so it does happen doesn't it sadly yeah uh, so I, I wanted to talk about different types of bikes because me- mentioned before, obviously it's a couple of years of wasted years of dirty COVID. Uh, <laughs> you're due to race the BMW. Is that the first time you'd have raced BMWs? When I when I 2018, yeah. I jumped on it, and that was oh, right. that was the first big bike I ever rode. Right, right, okay. Close one from six, well, seven fifty that I rode the senior. Manx was the biggest bike I'd rode in to the BM in start right. of 2018. Massively different when you jump between bikes. Uh, bike manufacturers, that is. Uh, I've only ever rode one. That's the only big bike I've ever rode. Oh, oh I rode right. Suzuki actually, but they've all got their own. So the six hundred. What was that you were on? What make was that? Uh, Honda. Yeah. Okay. So, so, but would that appreciate seven fifty would handle differently anyway from six hundred? But the fact it was a BMW seven fifty would it be different? It was a BMW thousand. A thousand. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a big difference. Once you jump under thousand, that's like another world. Right. Completely different. Like let alone the power to the manufacturer as well. Yeah, more, power more, that, more the power, oh, I think, because okay. obviously, like the Suzuki, like James got Suzuki, it's kind of similar. You know, Suzuki, all the thousands now are similar. There's like oh, the same right. kind of thing. Okay. There's just different thing areas where they're stronger and weaker and that kind of thing, but it's more the, just the, the sheer speed right, because, okay. you know, like even the 750 was like 150, 60 brake, which is still quite a bit. But then you jump onto it, like the BM, it's like 200, mm-hmm. and they are like literally like, Hanging on over things. Yeah, like rockets. And, you know, you, like Jamie rode today for the first time in since October. The first time you get back on them, you're like, 
it's insane. You can't mm-hmm. control it and stuff. It, they are that fast. Mm-hmm. It's such a big step, especially at the TT. You know, I was saying like flat out down Bray, Bray Hill and stuff, like a 600. Like in my head now, I can be, yeah, that's not easy, but you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. I can do it. But on it, I don't know how they do it on big bikes. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it is literally warp speed. Right. <laughs> For me, what, yeah. what makes you choose to go up then? Is that, do you ride those 600s and feel, very comfortable or do you feel i don't want to say that like you've mastered how to ride a 600 what what makes you then think i want to go high whether it's a thousand or even when you jump to a 600 like it, it, well what, to begin with it's kind that? of eight well 600 is kind of the intermediate class so mm. it's really strong field and stuff like that but like for the the thousand obviously it's the best the quickest bikes you can ride mm. so everyone always wants to ride the fastest kind oh, of right. that kind of thing but at the tt it's the top isn't it you know you can win the super sport Winning the super sport isn't the same as winning the senior. Mm. And you can't win the senior on the 600. So it's, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. A, it, and you get the three races at the TT. So the big bikes are the kind of, they're like the. But sure, so your bike is in sync to ride something more powerful, stronger, faster. Is that the reason to move up? That's it. You see, so when the, you look at you, your plans to just ride, just ride 600, I think lightweight. Yeah. Uh, is the long term ambition to get on a thousand? Yeah, long term, definitely go to a thousand as well as, but obviously TT is. Yeah, too much yeah. to learn to yeah, go yeah. between three bikes definitely and I know how much of a handful a, a thousand is and that's just it's just I'm not willing myself to yeah, go yeah. down braille on a thousand <laughs> in my first year you can put yourself off quite fast no it takes like I could have been put off in 2018 it takes it is like another world completely it's right. not even the same thing it's so mm. strange like just because the, the speed of them you know, the kind of a six hundred gets a bit slower. I'd assume six hundred pick up a bit quicker, just because a bit nimbler and smaller no, or not. No, no. No, 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 no. Like maybe the older stuff, but now like the big bikes are just like Coffee a, ships. yeah, completely. No. Yeah, they're, they're insane, really. Yeah. But it, the thing is, like on a six hundred at the TT, because it's like obviously you flat out quite a bit. You kind of get to a point where you, you are flat out, and the bike's not really doing much because you're flat out. You know, it's not pulling and stuff. On the big bikes, like for someone my size, I'm only I'm less than 70 kilograms. It's always pulling. So you're fifth gear, mm-hmm. sixth gear, and it's still trying to pull out your arms. And you're like, you know, you're going 150 miles an hour. And it's not, it's not like, you know, like a car when it kind of ro- runs out of power. It's not like that. Yeah, it just right. keeps on. <laughs> right. You know, there is a point, but like that point is. Then it's all be straight. You know, yeah. close to 200 miles an hour. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Right. So it's just like, it's crazy to think. Like on, when we're racing and stuff, you're like fifth gear and, and the front end's coming up. It's, right. it's absolutely crazy, but it's crazy that you even ride them on the TT, but you do. So we on a thousand today then, but yeah, right. six hundred and thousand. Right. So you're doing a thousand on the short circuit. Main it I've only raced a thousand here and I've raced a thousand as well once, sorry. Um at the end of it'll be the end of eighteen at Anglesey Grand right. in Wales. Um but yeah, I don't really, I just, we've got a spare 600. So when we go away, we just do the 600 class because that's what I'm comfortable yeah, in. Yeah, it's yeah. what I like. 600, you can ride them a thousand. They ride. They yeah. ride, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yeah. So but there is that desire to get to it eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want to get on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's a few, like there's a lot of people who kind of who think, oh, I'll get a big bike because there's more power. So it'll be, mm. Easier because you just go slow through the corners, but yeah, it's, right. you know, because they think you can go slow through the corners and then go fast down the straights, so your time's going to be the same. Yeah. But that's not how it is anymore. 
you go and you're riding like last year we were riding the big bikes the same as we ride 600s uh-huh. you know it's not like that anymore you can't just ride a big bike and go slow around corners and then go quicker down the straights right. you know like especially like, as in you've got to carry the corner speed as well yeah it's like just that. like you ride them as hard as you can there's no right. kind of there's no kind of turn in mid corner and just accelerating down the straight but and I assume then on the TT course racing a 600 to a big bike like they're just appreciating they're probably wheeling all over the place but there's more just for the big bike yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're just like a 600 is really nice to ride you know, you can kind of, it, you, you can, like I say, you can control it. You can put it where you want. And if it's not handling, you can kind of make it to a degree, make it go where you, where you want right. to go. Whereas big bike, it has to be working. Right. If it doesn't want to go there, then it's not going there. Yeah. If it wants mm-hmm. to, if it wants to shake, it's going to shake it. And it, the thing I found is there's, you wheelie more because you're carrying more speed. Things that on a 600, you just ride over because you it's, it's not really a rise. The TT, you'll hit one thing and you wheeling or you yeah. jump off something that you're not like I've got a picture um, and I'm jumping over Ago's Leap like I didn't even think that was a thing oh, right. like before TT I'd only ever you know you wheelie there and I, that's mm. what I thought it, you would do but on the BM you hit it that fast actually two wheels off the ground you're like yeah. why is that a jump now yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's just crazy so just stuff like that which like I said makes it a different kind of completely different ball game to, yeah, a, yeah. to a 600 you can yeah, spend half of that with the front wheel in the air, pretty much. Which is, cr- yeah, crazy. The, uh, are you, a, Jamie, are you a big, obviously just just listen as you talk about the TT in general, I say a big fan of it, but you uh, watched it through all your growing up. I get the yeah. impression. Yeah, since a kid. So why would you go watching? I was had to give him bad, <laughs> bad signs at landfill. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anywhere I could get mainly as it as I was a kid I used to just cycle anywhere with mm-hmm. mates like lucky enough I grew up with a load of lads that were into it as well so every practice would be Bray Hill Braddon Bridge um, up towards Signpost just all all around like Douglas area mm-hmm. really and then I used to go camp sometimes with a friend Dan Ramsey and then watch at Milltown Bridge mm-hmm. Um yeah, just anyway. Always watching it. Yeah, I always watched it. And were you then uh so who, who do I mean McGuinness is still around now and but so what if we're talking ten years ago, I guess you'd be watching it. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, so McGuinness is yeah, yeah kinda yeah. away. I think he did hundred and thirty, didn't he? Somewhere like that. Seven, was that the centenary? Right, yeah, 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 right. So it was that kind of era. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, like we've pretty much grown up with McGuinness winning. Yeah, yeah right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And and all time at that young age watching it, it was I want to do that. Um, not really at the time. Um, I just loved it anyway. But uh, I didn't think I'd get a license, a road racing license. Um, that's why I, I didn't start until I was eighteen. Right. Uh, I thought I was going to have to jump through a couple of hoops to be able to get a license, but then ended up not being that way. Right. And I applied for it and then I got it straight away. Um, and as soon as I got it, and I knew what my goal was straight yeah, away. Right, so right. that was it. Like I was there getting my signatures everywhere, right. doing as much as possible to get them. Cause with the <clears throat> Manx, I don't know about the TT, but with the Manx, you've got to be, is it 16 months? I think you got to yeah. hold the national. Oh, okay. Right. <clears throat> 
so it's over a year to uh, well it's nearly it's nearly a year and a half you got to hold your license before you can go to the manx but then obviously the manx isn't the route that i've taken going to tt but yeah. how, how annoying i look, look back when covid started and uh it was around March, wasn't it, when it kind of started, and then mm-hmm. it was like, "Oh, will the TT go ahead?" And they cancelled. They cancelled yeah. it, which at the time I think everyone was like, "Whoa, that's a massive decision." Which you know, look back now, it was like a no-brainer. Yeah, I'd imagine you were absolutely gutted. Yeah, I was intuition with um, so for your mountain course license as a newcomer at the TT, you got to do five laps under tuition. Okay. So I was under uh, Johnny Barton, and then I was set to do laps with Milky. So I'd done with Johnny and we were just talking and is that in a car how do they work yeah just yeah. in a car basically mm-hmm. he goes around tells you all the pointers and at, at the end of each lap he signs a bit of paper then at the end of it I've got to send it off and then you get your mount, mountain license and, yeah so um, there's no sleeping in the back of the car then no no sleeping unfortunately <laughs> um, so that's where we were was <laughs> uh, just yeah they're getting the signatures you need those five yeah. Oh, and we were talking about yeah, no when it was going to get cancelled. Yeah, so we were talking and I was like, nah, it's going to go ahead. There's no chance. It's, it's not going to not go ahead. And he was sounding quite positive. So obviously I was positive about it because he sounded positive and then got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, at the time it felt like, mm-hmm. like how can I cancel such a thing? And then it's like many things. It's like they probably told us all we were going to sit in my house and we are like, no, we're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, such a shame, isn't it? Yeah. So would you, back then, like, even when you were watching it as a kid, you'd be looking at lap times and, like, I look back when I was watching a kid and be like, oh, I know they can get to Glen Ellen in, well, back then it was probably five minutes, 30, that type of thing. Was it that type of fandom? Um, not really, no, but the the watch year... some Stellas and watching them. Yeah, the year McGuinness did 1.30, like, that was the year where, like, you were watching to see what we would do it because obviously everyone was always talking about it and then obviously it happened yeah 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 it was unreal it's hard to believe that's like what's that 14 years ago now no it's embarrassing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you think about it but that's how it is uh, so if you didn't I mean you obviously both invite you into other sports you do other obviously you've done a little, whoops, a little bit of biking but yeah you do other, I, I, I really, keep them fit wise no anything with two wheels love cycling right. Yeah, anything with two wheels, anything with wheels really. Right. Um, that's pretty, you, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, same two wheels, anything love it. And I've started carting uh, up Jerby last year, like towards the end of it. And like they, they do like a winter series and stuff, but it didn't end up going ahead this year. But you can get quite a lot of track time up there. Right. And like I look at it as like, you can go up there and, and mentally keep your mind going because I've got a lap timer, so it tells me my lap time each lap and stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. and I know where I should be and what lap I should be doing. So, like, I'm there chasing my tail still yeah. all the time, trying to keep, like, your brain going yeah, yeah. to the time, what I know I can do. So yeah. you, I'm still constantly chasing around. And is that on the main track, that track, that? The small circuit. It's like the motocross as well, like, at the moment where... Because like I'm, I'm not, I wasn't going to do anything this year because obviously I didn't think we'd get away. So I'm just kind of holding back till we can get away. But like with motocross and stuff, like me, Ryan, and Jamie were kind of going down. 
and we're all fairly similar, whatever, but we, we just have this kind of like sessions that we do. So we do like 20 minute sessions and the fastest person starts last. Right. We just go for 20 minutes and then you kind of, the track that we've got down, down Jerby, just gauge off each other and just gives you something to, yeah. to push for. And that's yeah. like, I'm just using that as something to keep me mm. motivated and keep me kind of sharp for when I go road racing. And like, yeah. that's, you can't really get much better than you fitness are. for motocross. It's not really a lot, which yeah. is, is, is as difficult in your, you know, like you cycle, but I feel like it's from your waist down. Yeah. Or like yeah. motocross, it's just absolutely everything. And, you know, you, you kind of got to be more, well, it's, it's mentally a bit more, more, um, tough as well yeah yeah um but yeah i like cycling i love the cycling and do not jerby series i don't know that's hard that was i'm supposed to be doing that one tomorrow but it's gonna rain so i'm yeah. fair with a rider which one's that tomorrow <laughs> that. i was postponed yeah. oh is it mm. yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> <laughs> just shaved your legs for and everything until and... till when yeah <laughs> i think it's the end of may it's the maybank holiday now let's get some practicing yeah uh what was the question i was going to ask uh well you can what so you mentioned electrician what do you do day to day jamie uh First year apprentice plumber. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, changed careers a bit oh, late, but. They're going all right? Yeah, it's going good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I was getting some work done here. Appreciate the listeners don't want to know this, but uh, you have to have a. Uh, to get a plumber in now, like in here, again, the olden days, you'd just be like calling me mate Jimmy in, but you have to have a, you know, prop. I say a prop qualification. I don't mean you plumbers didn't, but now they, like electricians, you have to have that, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's the same with plumbing now, I believe. Yeah, like gas or yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. going the right way with that. I think mm-hmm. that's just yeah, more money for us mess- to pay you a lot to yeah. fix our. Can we mess around with gas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mike, you were talking about potentially racing this year. Who knows what what does this year hold? Now, so we're in the start of May. What what's is the plans? Is it just still holding pattern and see? Yeah, it's it's up to the government really. All right. I would like say like I done Jerby last year and it was it was good to do Jerby like me and Jamie had like probably some of the best race I've ever had anywhere. But it, like this year, the money that I spend this year is going to take away from my whole plan. Basically, was to just do motocross to keep me sharp, and then the money that I don't spend this year on racing is you know it hit next year, yeah. you know flat out. But then obviously they kind of made the announcement that we might get away in July. Hopefully, I don't know. So there's a lot to be done between. A lot you can do between July and October. Right. Uh, road there racing. is or isn't? There is. There is. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm just kind of like holding back at the moment, right. hoping that we can go, you know, July, come July, kind of get over to the UK and just do just do as much as we can. What just kind of events will we be there? What uh, same there? as like what Jamie was saying, like there's like Thundersport and No Limits, right. which are the two two Jeez. steps below BSB. Right. Um, and I did a BSB in 2019 right running somewhere not not near the top front the front but i wouldn't be i wouldn't be last basically yeah. I, I don't think but 
it would just be nice to have said that I've done it. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least had a go at a, a BSB or two. Um, but again, that's difficult when you, you know you can't just go to a track you've not been to before. Yeah. So like Alton Park, I, I would only go there because I've done that a few times. So I just want to build up on a few tracks that I've, I've not really um, just a load of tracks I've only been to either once or or not at all. So I would and like with the TT, I have to think about how much that's going to cost. Right. Whereas obviously when it comes to like July, I don't have to worry about that because I have the winter to prepare. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can, it's not like if I don't have the money, then I can't race. Whereas I always have to think I have to have the money for TT. TT yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's hopefully that will be enough to, you know, so I'll be able to do a reasonable amount of riding, then carry that on to um, next year, hopefully go to Spain and then. Right. Because um, TT is really early in the road racing because for most people, it, you know, you don't start till end of March, really. Right. April, so you've got... Four a- weeks in... April. Eight, well, yeah. April, so May. Yeah. You only got really the first week or so in May. Then you're into the TT. So yeah, it's... Yeah. You kind of can't start a season like I normally used to where you just kind of March, April, do whatever. Yeah. Whereas the Manx, you've got the whole year to prepare. So you kind of have to lead one year onto the next year. Right. Um, so uh, that's what I want to do. And back in 19, you would... I say due, but well, yeah, due to do the CT for Will Will Cox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had a spill at the pre-classic, is that right? Yeah. And then, so you didn't do 19? No, so I'd done the first night of practice. Right. Oh, yeah, and then down there. Then down there, big old high side. That was oh, big. Right. Broke my collarbone anyway. And then, yeah. How, how that good? Was, oh, and I was in tears. Uh, <laughs> I was absolutely good because... I bet you even woke up one point, God, I can probably just hold the bars. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like, Gaffer tape, I, I, broke my collarbone, I broke my collarbone before, so I knew it was broken and yeah. landed and I was like, it's not broke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, this isn't happening. This is not happening. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm trying to convince myself that it wasn't broke, but it's broke. So missed that TT. And you annoyed with yourself for going to do that event? Um, No, because no. I just don't. There's no, point, there's no point in like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, regretting what you're doing because if you, you know, it was that much regret, then you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thinking about it now, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. But you know, why worry about it now yeah, that yeah. I did it? But then I, uh, yeah, then I was fine for the classic and I broke my collarbone down on the motocross bike oh, two weeks right. before. So I missed the classic. Oh, so right. that's like, that's why I was so, um, like more gutted about, well, obviously not more gutted than anybody, but the TT being cancelled because I'd, I feel like I had a bad 18. Yeah. 19 I missed so it's like right I put everything all my effort in over the winter I was as strong as I've been ready, you know, ready to go whatever um, went to Spain so I was kind of ahead of where I normally would be then they cancelled the TT and I was like Jesus yeah, man yeah. like so yeah so it's a plan to still I use the word on his books still there to race with for Wilcox as and when that gets going yeah yeah, yeah it's, right. it's kind of tough when obviously there's not really a lot going on they've been you know good enough to keep the bikes for me because you know they could have easily just Gave them to a, an English person, and oh, okay, yeah. you know, because if the bikes are in England, it's so easy for them to let somebody ride them who's in England. They yeah, could be yeah. racing now, so they, you know they have been good enough to to, to keep the bikes for me. So um, hopefully, we can get going and in July, and yeah, just carry on, carry it all the way through, and yeah. straight into TT, and yeah, that's the plan. Twenty twenty two, and the same with yourself and Jamie. The borders open, get away, do a bit of racing. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna race here and then as soon as I open I'll be straight to the UK <laughs> first boat out of a canon the first weekend Same. all self-funded from family yeah. dishing in and yeah family basically yeah funded right. yeah 
such a most expensive sport, right? Yeah, it's, it's definitely not cheap, is it? Is it van sleeping as well, sleeping in the back of the van and stuff, or a bit more sophisticated Got nowadays? of a race truck, so can't oh, right. in the back yeah. of the van. So. <laughs> no posh, posh knobs here. Yeah. But, yeah. Are you doing the Dan Neen event in TT Week? The 24-hour? I don't know. You've both got road bikes, haven't you? I don't know if I've got the legs for it. You rode with Anna last year when you did that event. Yeah. yeah she yeah. probably gave you a kick in that, I presume, probably. She rode next to me, so I didn't even get any, any wind to <laughs> I got a kick in. <laughs> you rode with Rochi, did you? No, Sam. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. Another pro, yeah, yeah. Right. I've never, I've never gone as fast in my life. I think my heart rate peaked like two hundred nine. Something <laughs> crazy like that. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, well, you, could be, you should be doing that twenty four hour thing now. If not, I'll have your camper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be. I'll do. I'll do one of the hours. Yeah, I'll do one. <laughs> and then rest of the other twenty three. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be tough. That. I think uh, one of the things I mentioned, uh, which is sort of wrap up. Uh, I think it'd be really interesting if you're for Jamie as you're coming into doing the to do a couple of podcasts, just kind of leading into kind of how the how the lead into the first CT and then during it as well to kind of have a, like an audio story of those experiences because I just I'd imagine those first times down Braille in a, in a race environment and you know that first eyes on stalks as they say must be yeah yeah even definitely. for your own when you look back at your memories and think I can hardly remember any of them to yeah. have those even for your own, let alone yeah. our satisfaction of listening and that ex- going through that experience with yeah. you, uh, to you to be able to look back in 20 years and go. Yeah, definitely be up for that, yeah. Yeah, so that'd be good. So no, thanks for coming down, guys. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Really Thank fascinating. you very much. Always love a bit of TT chat. Do you have a question? Oh, a couple of questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's going to be handy. Yeah, whether I, <laughs> this is a PG answer or not, but uh, one for Michael, why are you called the Samson Slayer? <laughs> <laughs> it's a who's your man up there they're up at, up at Jerby I don't know if you've watched recently they give people nicknames so yeah. Ryan Ryan James' brother was the Balthane Bullet oh right what are you have you got a name I don't think I've got a nickname you need to get a nickname I, know, I lived in Santon so I was a Santon Slayer <laughs> that's just still that pop from nothing, it's nothing yeah. weird where are you from originally on the house, took us. Yeah. You're from Peel, you're down for the day. <laughs> Just down for the day. <laughs> Just down for sunset. <laughs> I'm thinking of a juggernaut Jamie, I don't know. Don't know. Have a few spills, maybe crash a cringle. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the closest. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't have a few spills. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Cool. All right, thanks guys for coming down. Appreciate yeah, thank it. You yeah, thank, you thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, so wherever you're listening or watching today, please like, share, subscribe, and leave those five-star reviews pretty, please. Social, Facebook, The M Word Podcast, Twitter, M Word Podcast with the number one, and then Instagram, we are The M Word IOM. Thanks for listening. It's Word Out from Martin. And Word Out from Matt.